Russell Wilson. And welcome back, everyone. It is episode 114 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the table from me is Ben in all of his Steelers gear. And we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert just like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. I like the expert pen. A little generous. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, little, a little generous. Definitely not. Definitely but, not. Yeah. I mean, we're tasting this beautiful we, we, straight rye tonight. We're gonna I know, get that's true. We're gonna that's get true. you all the flavor notes <laughs> and all of the expert review. It is I guess we're semi-experts, right? Absolutely. There's like a thousand bourbon scotch yeah. uh podcasts out there with reviews, and I've listened to many of them. Mm-hmm. And there are only a couple like uh, the bourbon lens, I think, is really good. And yeah. there's a dad's you drinking bourbon, which is really honest good. Review. Yeah. Most I think most whiskey and scotch. And rye drinkers are, you know, in the same boat as us. You know, they just don't try as many as we do. Yeah. We try a new one every, every week. single week. And we bring you our honest reviews. And it's funny because yeah. someone, will, someone will send me like... We pay like, for this. <laughs> like Sonia was trying to uh, get a bourbon for, for someone this week. And she asked me and I'm like, uh... like So she got him the... Uh, the Angel's the, the Angel's Envy. Which was one of our first... One of our favorites, yeah. Yeah, one of our first ones on the show, actually. It might have been like a third or fourth episode where we got the Angel's Envy. And I think it was gifted to us from... Alex was yep. on the show uh, once a long time ago. We'll have to get him back on the show. But Ben, how was your week? Uh, long. It was <laughs> a long week. It was. It was a long I week. I think we talked about this but, off the podcast. Yeah. Yes. But we got uh, some decent weather out here in Southern California. Not that we have a lot of bad weather out here, uh, but at least it was good weather for a long, long week. What about you, Franny? You know, it was uh, it was a short. I mean, it seemed like a short week. I mean, it actually flew by. I mean, I, I remember uh, speaking to one of our coworkers on Monday and being like, man, I can't believe it's only Monday. But then, you know, Friday, was right around the corner. It really flew by for me. It was an easy week. And here we are, Ben. I'm excited to be on the podcast as usual. Absolutely. And what are you drinking over there, Friday? Did you just crack a new bottle or a it's, bottle that we tried that we, you haven't? We tried. We haven't actually, yeah. I mean, once we cracked it open, we haven't gone back to it. And it is the few straight bourbon whiskey, a little bit of the few with a little bit of the club soda and a little bit of the Diet Coke. All right, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick up any Coke this nah, week. I mean, I, I knew I to. forgot something today. You know, sometimes I'll grab the club soda and the tonic, but then I forget about the Coke. I got I got the ice, and I was like, "What am I forgetting?" Like, I, I literally stood in, it really in helps Smart me wake and Final, up. and I was like, "It really helps me wake well, up you get on the, the podcast." Caffeine in there, but I'm way better this week. I mean, last week I had a little bit of a hangover. A little you know, bit. <laughs> if you could tell in the podcast last week, I was a little sluggish. This week, I'm a little better. Um, but yeah, I mean, last week, it was a lot of um, Glenlivet 18 the night before. So I was kind of tired. Uh, so today, I'm feeling a lot better. Yeah, as an Eagles sure. fan, he said, what? Carson Wentz got traded? <laughs> what you, happened? I didn't. I had no idea. Uh, Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Oh, actually, let me tell you what I'm drinking. Yeah, Ben, you forgot to I am actually going to ask Friday to pick me up a gin next week because I'm going to polish off the Uncle Val's mm-hmm. botanical gin tonight. Finally, uh, mm-hmm. it took me a while to get through this bottle for some strange reason. Uh, but it's a beautiful, beautiful gin. And a beautiful with, bottle. Uh, you know, nice bottle. A lot of botanicals for the cold weather. Most mm-hmm. of the country they is having really some smell. cold this, weather. This one smells really nice. Yeah, it's nice. Compared to some of the other ones that you've had, this one has a really nice floral 
sent to it. Yeah, and it rubs off on you know on your friends. I was talking to a buddy of mine last night. I hadn't talked to him in a while. He said he was going to drink some really good gin and you know I'd have a really nice gin uh, and tonic before he went to bed last mm-hmm. night. I think or last night night before. And he said I'm going to crack open the Bombay Sapphire. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell are you? No. No, I said, pick up some Opeer or pick up some of that Copper and Kings or pick up some of the uh, Redemption, even the Redemption by, or not Redemption. No, it was Redemption. uh, Can't remember the the one that was by. Oh, that uh, that whale, uh, had like the whale tail on it. Yeah, I can't remember the name of that one. Got it. It That was a good California one. And I told him, I said, you know, get away from the Tangerays and the Bombay Sapphires and the things that you think are good. Mm-hmm. You know, get to t- get to Total yeah. Wine. There are a lot of nice gins those, over there. Those larger gin companies and, well, and in general, like whiskey, whatever. I mean, you know, they have a lot of money for advertising. And so those names pop into your mind. But it's those smaller companies. And it hears as much about yeah. those are the ones yeah. you want to go after. Especially like, Copper this and one, Kings. Maybe this one's popular. I've never seen it before. Me neither. But, you know, the bottle's beautiful and it smells great, Ben. It tastes great. Absolutely. Now, Copper and Kings, it's a, actually a, a bourbon whiskey distillery down in Kentucky. They make an amazing uh, line of gins. But, Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight now that we've bored our listeners to tears with our we, drinking we, we talk? We never bore our listeners, Ben. <laughs> Not to tears, anyway. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> They're listening. <laughs> we just lost our listener in Morocco. Sorry, buddy. Uh, I'm turning this off right now. <laughs> All right. So tonight on the big board, we have our NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We also have our feel good story. It's it's made a return in the off season. The, in, in the off season. Love the feel good stories. We always hear the negative stuff in the NFL. Ben brings us the good news. And we also have our shot of the week inspired by National Oreo Day. Ben, what do you do for you National Oreo Day? Uh, I had a cannoli. Oh, right. Great. <laughs> that's pretty close. That's, yeah. a, that's like an Italian Oreo. I didn't Oreo. realize it was National Oreo Day, but I couldn't pass up that cannoli. It's a huge It's a yeah. huge holiday here in the U.S., Ben. Come on. Everybody yeah, celebrates National Oreo There's going to be fireworks, so we already, you know, let's <laughs> apologize in advance for the fireworks. You know, you know, in Los Angeles, it's, you know, 4th of July, funny. National Oreo Day. Sonia actually did some research. Yeah. It was actually founded on March 6, 1912. And uh, so in, that was, it inspired me to make these shots tonight. And they looked beautiful. You'll be able to find those on Instagram and on Twitter, and we also have our distillery history, Lagavulin. Ooh, can't wait. One of my favorite Isla scotches is the Isla, or not the uh, the Lagavulin 16. The, the gold standard. A beautiful, beautiful Isla scotch. And we also have our brown of the week, our beverage of the week, which I have. I don't have. I think you left it in the I house. I left it in the house. <laughs> And you know what? Let me grab that real quick, Ben. It is it is the Do you have it? I have it. I have it. I have yeah, I know it. I forgot what it was. It is the that? Rod and Hammers Straight Rye from Slow Stills Distillery. And this is something that we've had sitting around for a little while. We haven't had a rye on the show in just a little bit because I lost so many bets to Ben. And he wanted a scotch every single week, so he got a scotch every single week. Well, uh, you know, was... I can't find I can't find a two hundred dollar bottle of bourbon. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Well, you can, but, but it's not worth two hundred dollars. Yeah, no, definitely not. But uh, yeah, so I lost a lot of bets to Ben. We had a lot of scotches, and finally, we're having a rye on the show. We had a bourbon last week, but a a rye tonight. Can't wait to try that. We also have our beer of the night, which is from Boulevard Brewing Company from Kansas City, right, Ben? Kansas yep. City runners up in the Super Bowl, and uh, it is the Chill Vibe Sour Ale with cucumber. And at three out of four weeks now, Ben, we've had a sour style beer. I mean, we had a yep. sour ale a couple weeks back, then we had a sour tripel. Now we're having this sour ale with a little bit of cucumber. We love the sour. We love the cucumber. Can't wait to try that. Yeah, and good. we have some uh, housekeeping to finish up tonight. 
All right, Friday, what's first up on the big board? First up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. All right, folks, some more good news coming out of the NFL. Finally, yes, it's ben. been a long, painful offseason of three or four weeks uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But we finally have some good news. Ben Roethlisberger locked up for at least one more year. He had a contract uh, that ran through next year, but they were able to take some money off that. Uh, off the cap number for next year, saving about fourteen million bucks, I think. But the Pittsburgh Steelers saved themselves fifteen million dollars in twenty twenty one by signing Ben Roethlisberger to a new deal. He sent. Uh, he was set to make forty one point two five against the cap this season. He agreed to lower his pay from nineteen million to fourteen million. You hear that, Russell Wilson? According to Adam Schefter, it's a one year deal, but his cash payout will run through twenty twenty two. You're really hating on Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, he deserves it. The deal uh, includes the utilization of a signing. I don't know of a signing bonus twelve point nine two five million. They went to the third decimal point there, and a minimum base salary one point oh seven five million for the twenty twenty one season. Also includes four voidable years, allowing money to be moved as far back as 2025. The Steelers do it again. Yeah. We have a quarterback. Yeah. Franny. As you should. As you should. But I mean, what we'd... say you? I'm, no, it's, it's... Why was this a problem? Why did it take know. so long? I don't know why. Well, it didn't take that long. I mean, the season didn't end that long ago. Well, if you're, you guys uh, already it's... traded your, your <laughs> first round pick. Yeah, quarterback that you know, is, weeks ago that is true that is true but there, I mean, there was some talk about ben roethlisberger maybe moving on to another team which was just ridiculous i didn't see him moving anywhere especially at 39 i mean his birthday was actually just a couple days ago yeah he didn't yeah. play for the Chargers. i think his birthday was march 3rd yep. maybe march 2nd something Give like that take. yeah somebody was 30 39 years old but he's still playing at a high level he doesn't move that well <laughs> but he, he never did. did well he, he, he moved did. pretty well if you want to I mean, he's video. still a guy that can throw the ball four thousand yards a season I mean, he threw it, what, 3,800 yards yep. this past season, and he didn't have the best receivers. Just imagine you had a couple receivers in the draft. Now he can you know, he can still toss the ball around. He hasn't really lost that much arm strength. I think it's a good move for the Steelers. They were coming up against the cap. I mean, you guys were over the cap, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Or, Way yeah. over by about $30 million. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this definitely saves a little bit of money for the Steelers. You know, who knows what other moves they're going to make, what other players, you know, is are on their radar right now. Uh, but it's, it's a great move for the Steelers. There is nobody sitting in the wings right now. There's nope. no backup whatsoever for the Steelers. You have uh, uh, Haskins. Yeah, we have. Yeah, to, have, yeah, have, we have, you have Haskins. You have Haskins. Who could turn out? Have, to, he could turn out to be somebody. And, no, and you have Mason <laughs> he could, he could. Rudolph. Now that he's a Steeler, he could. So in the draft, please pick up somebody, anybody. Yeah, in I the think, draft. I think they. Uh, what do you think? I, this is your team. I don't think they're going to take a, a quarterback in the first round of twenty-four. I think they should if there's a quarterback. That's worth taking at that position that's left on the board. I'm not sure how many picks the Steelers have this year. Uh, we have our regular complement of picks, thank goodness, this yeah. year. If we didn't, you know, last make, year was like make, yeah. One. Yeah, we didn't have a pick in the first round or the third round last year. Uh, but this year, I think, I think they'll probably take an offensive lineman. Uh, but I'm really shocked at how many Steelers fans are opposed to this signing oh, of Ben Roethlisberger and extending some of that money as far out as 2025. What? did you expect them to do? What is the plan? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we talked about this before they pick at 24. We have no quarterback. We have no Aaron Rodgers or Steve Young, just sitting there on the pine. Roethlisberger has more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. And you know, yeah, it's cost them a little bit of money. Yeah. They're going to carry some money until 2025 potentially, 
but what you know, we are we're not going to go into a rebuild mode. The Steelers simply don't do that, and the reason they don't do that is because teams that do do that don't succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very, very rare for a team to go into quote rebuild unquote mode and actually come out of it a better team on the other side. So I am glad they did this. I think they need to bring him back. He's you know he's not the greatest quarterback in the world. He has his issues, but well, given the other quarterbacks in that division, there's no way you're going to get out of that division. But with the is, quarterbacks that we now have in that division, it, mm-hmm. without I mean, we would probably finish at least at, at best in third place. He's still I, I would if say we he's ran still, Mason Rudolph a, out there, a top twelve quarterback for sure. I think league. so. Yeah, I he, think so. He's, he's in the top third of the league in in, in terms of quarterbacks. Um, I, I, you know, he still has young another, receivers another year or two left in the tank. I, you know, I think Roethlisberger can definitely still play. Um, so I, I don't see why there's Pittsburgh Steelers fans out there that are disappointed that. You know the the Steelers went out and made this move. I don't. I don't yeah, they it. want to start rebuilding. I mean, they yeah, want to. Yeah, we talked about this last week with the retooling. Yeah, I, I this, just don't think. Well, a, it doesn't work, and B, you're picking twenty fourth, and yeah. next year you're you probably going to be picking fourteenth or fifteenth. You have to have a plan B. There's no plan yeah. B right now. You know, it's Mason plan Rudolph. M. Exactly. M for Mason. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's that it's a Batman sign down. up in the sky with an M on it. He's definitely not ready to take over, and no. it, it's, it's he's made it obvious. I'd, I'd start Haskins before yeah. I start Mason Rudolph yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you saw, you see, you see, I mean, like with the Eagles. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. So, I mean, you, you, know, you have you a quarterback. See, you see what Jalen Hurts did. You see what Jalen Hurts did when he came in, when Wentz was playing terrible football. He comes in and he played better than than Mason Rudolph ever has. Really, it, it just in the five games he played, just in the yeah. five, and he's a rookie. You know, he hasn't been in the league that long at all. And Mason uh, Mason Rudolph has been in the league for what four three years? years now? Four years now, and he just doesn't show any sort of promise. For the Steelers, they really need to find somebody. And Dwayne Haskins is definitely not the answer. He's, you know, he's a backup. He's probably a, a long-term backup in the NFL for oh, any other team. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, Alex Smith got released this uh, week. That's sad. It's not on the agenda, but I that's wanted to get your, your sad. thoughts. That's you know, sad. Steelers, I'm happy about it. Franny's happy about it. But Alex Smith, what say you about Alex Smith? It's not on the agenda, but it's not on the agenda. I know but how much you love Alex no, Smith, uh, Kirk Cousins, just, uh, <laughs> you know, come on, Alex, Andy Dalton, Alex and the rest Smith, of these mediocre Alex, guys. Alex Smith, if he never had that injury, he'd still he'd still be a pretty good quarterback in the league. And unfortunately, he's been a little hobbled, a for uh, average. you know, since his uh, you know he 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 broke every bone in the lower part of his leg. Yeah, but somebody will pick him up. Uh, I th- I think so. I think so. I, I I think he should probably retire. You know, I'd say it. I mean, he did play fairly well for the um, for the football team uh, this year. Comeback player of the year. Come back, and he should have been the comeback player of the yeah, year. It was ben pretty impressive. Oh come on! Oh my God! He was ben injured Rosser, all year, but he didn't have that type of an injury to come back from that type of an injury and sustain that and come back. That is pretty impressive, and you know, it, 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 he definitely should have gotten that award. But uh, you know, <laughs> uh, somebody somebody will you know, yeah. probably pick him up as a backup somewhere. But I personally think he should retire. Uh, I yeah, I don't think he'll be able to. I mean, I think he's coming back, just like Kirk Cousins is coming back for the Minnesota Vikings. That's our quarterback. He's still the quarterback. That's what I they like, say. What was it? I like that. I like them apples. What is it? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what he said, yeah. but it was like ridiculous. I like that. He gets really happy when he wins a game he's not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Next up, running. Uh, okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. Start right. pulling, I'm gonna start pulling a shot right Pour now. Or the shot. The Dak Prescott situation in Dallas is getting sticky. On the Dan Patrick Show this week, Jane Slater of the NFL Network revealed that Dak Prescott and his representatives are looking for Prescott's long-term contract to come in right behind that of Patrick 
Mahomes. Oh my God. Her source with the team indicated that Prescott and his reps are looking for a respectable offer close to that of Patrick Mahomes. Half a billion dollars, really? <laughs> now, of course, what a respectable offers offer is certainly up for debate. The team has felt they've made good enough offers over the last couple of years, and Prescott's side has disagreed. And while it would have been nice to get their franchise quarterback under contract for $30 million a year or two ago, with the way the quarterback market has exploded over the last few years, Prescott's perspective, it's hard to argue that he and his reps haven't made the right decision. Franny, the $45 million Dak Prescott, what no. say you? 10 no, years, $590 billion, million. What is this contract going to look like? Yeah, no, he, he does and does not have leverage at the same time. Because of his injury, I have leverage. he doesn't have I leverage. Have but leverage. then we saw what happened to the Cowboys when he was not the, the quarterback, the starting quarterback for that team, how they fell apart pretty much throughout the season in the worst division in football. Um, so I, 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 he would fall somewhere in the mid thirties, probably. And I, I think that's kind of what he was maybe looking for before. But I think the Cowboys yeah, now he's understand. Like, he's like four year, one think the, sixty somewhere around. Yeah, there I think, I think the, the Cowboys now understand that you know what he can lead this team because obviously. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Dalton didn't do a good job. Who else did they do? Danucci in there. He did, he, <laughs> I like Danucci. Come on did, now. He didn't do a good job He either. didn't, but he was entertaining. Yeah. He was, On a you know, team that you don't care side-arming about. Side-arming the ball on every every single down. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I think he he, knew he does and doesn't have leverage. But I think, you know, if the Cowboys do want to keep him, which I think they should because he does have a lot of respect in, in, in the locker room, uh, you know, I think it's going to be somewhere within that mid-30s range. I don't know That's if he's not close I to still, Patrick Mahomes. It's not close to Patrick Mahomes, but I think it's. Uh, I don't think it's what he's worth, but I think that's what they're going to give him. Well, what do you think they're going to give him in terms of dollars? I I th- I, I think it's going to be about around mid thirties, about thirty four, thirty five, thirty six million dollars. I think there's you know sort of a little desperate. So like a five year one ninety. With an out with with an out at the end of the contract, maybe eighty percent guarantee. We don't we don't know what to expect from him. I mean, what type of quarterback is going to be now? After that terrible injury that he had, is he still going to be able to run the ball? I, I, you know, I don't know. He, I mean, his accuracy issues. Is he still going to have the same problems <laughs> throughout his career? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, what are you saying? He, He's not he, worth as much as Patrick Mahomes. No, yeah. Then take it's, a shot. Yeah. Why <laughs> take a shot? There are I, I, no quarterback is worth half a billion judge, dollars. I'm, I'm Judge Judy no tonight. No quarterback. I'm Judge Judy tonight. Take a shot. You take a little. He shot. says, "I'll take a little think? shot." What do you think, Ben? Uh, I think in this quarterback market, I don't. I honestly, I think they should franchise him at thirty-seven million and let him let, let him push it out another year. But he's not going to do it. He's not going to stay on the team. He's not going to do it. But I mean, well, I don't know who's going to. I mean, I guess though. they could make a run this year if they give him, a, you know, four years, you know, four years, one hundred and fifty million, give or take, or four years, one hundred and sixty million, something like that, which is probably what the what what he'll want. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to win right away because what what you see with these teams with these higher paid quarterbacks is the salary cap, especially next year, is going down. Mm-hmm. It's going down probably to about 185 million. And Tom Brady at 25 million won a Super Bowl. Uh, year before that, who won the Super Bowl? <laughs> year before last, <laughs> I can't even remember. Uh, it was the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs uh, with, a, that. with a quarterback with no making, making no money. Eagles, <laughs> Eagle. Again, Nick Foles not making a lot of money. Tom Brady not yeah, making and, a lot of money. So yeah. you know you you know like Russell Wilson he wants he wants more offensive line help but he also wants skill players and he also wants a good defense but he also wants to make forty million dollars yeah yeah so all of those things can't be true with one hundred eighty five million dollars salary cap so I think if he's really a cowboy 
and he wants to come back, he would take about a $30 million contract, you know, 90% of it guaranteed for, I don't, for I don't four think, years I don't think at $120 that, million, most of it guaranteed. I don't think he's going to sign Take it. that deal. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to talk about. But if, but I, I don't, Patrick I don't Mahomes, think... are you kidding me? Honestly, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's definitely not on Patrick Mahomes' level. I mean, the the entire team is not. On, I think that was a bad contract. Well, I mean, it'll look good. It'll look good in six years, but mm-hmm. in six years, who knows what'll you know what what the rest of the team will look like? You want to take the shot? Let's take the shot, Ben. This is my punishment shot for saying something negative about the Cowboys or a Cowboy player. Although it was he bad, might be better than Dak Prescott, that, we don't know. Or he might that, be better than Patrick it's Mahomes. Not that we don't know. Negative to say that he's not worth well, half maybe, a billion maybe he dollars. Is. Maybe he is. He doesn't play for Andy I mean, Reid and Eric Bieniemy. I respect all those players. Out of all the Cowboys, I respect Dak Prescott and what he's done uh, in his time with the Cowboys, being a fourth round pick. I do respect what he's done, but he's not worth that much money. But the reason we're taking the shot, it's my punishment shot. It's our punishment shot. And uh, it's it's a contract that we signed in blood many, many years ago. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, or if you, Ben, say anything negative about a team in your division or players, Antonio Brown. Yeah, exactly. Le'Veon Bell, which you haven't said too much too many I love them both things. now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You're, you're they beat Antonio, Patrick Mahomes. One Brown of them beat Patrick now. Mahomes. Or Kudos. Hats off to you, buddy. Overly positive about yeah, hats your team, off to too. You, Antonio Brown. In your division, Ben, which is the AFC North. Or if Sonya, who will eventually join us on the podcast. Yeah, when Russell gets traded. Yeah, <laughs> she'll definitely be on here <laughs> yelling into the mic if he ever gets traded. But if she says anything negative about any team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot, Ben. And tonight Ugh, we have it's not gone this yet. Disgust. It just it's. It, do you pour more into this bottle? Yeah. Do you have like a secret bottle <laughs> I'm hidden I'm in the back? I'm filling it up with root beer and vodka. I, I, I think you are. <laughs> it is the Ellington Reserve. I don't like Ellington in general, but Ellington Sounds Reserve. Sounds like a bad wine. Sounds like a wine that you put on the table at a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Ellington Reserve. Root beer flavored. This is the thickest whiskey that we've ever had. It's the root beer flavored whiskey, and it is overly sweet. It's like the beef eater's gin of whiskeys. And it's not very good, but I did say something semi-negative about Dak Prescott. He does deserve his payday, but it's it's not... Half a billion dollars that he deserves. Yeah, this shit's getting out of control with the quarterbacks. That's a little Let's too much it. money. Come on. Mm. Ah, Disgusting. That is terrible. That's pretty bad. Yeah, but think about it. I mean, mm. with $185 million. This stuff, this stuff gets really, really buzzed really quickly. Yeah, it's kind of. That's a lot of sugar in there. I'm never picking this stuff up. Ah, yeah. yeah, it does. It sounds like a bad wine. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried the Ellingtons? Yeah. Uh, the Pinot is very good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's aged for six months in, uh, in brand new oak barrels. Uh, I, I, with the way these quarterback contracts mm, are not good, what they look like, I mean, the Eagles are, are screwed because they got 30, yeah, they $33 million on the cap for a quarterback they don't even have. Luckily, they got a rookie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if he, ta- if he, if he wants $37, 38000000 million, Closer to forty million bucks. A lot of it's going to be, you know, in the first couple of years of that contract, there's going to be potentially not as big of a hit in the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. But how are you supposed to put a team on the field, especially if the salary cap stays at you know one hundred eighty five, hundred ninety million over the next couple of years, if we don't get full stadiums next year? Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, you get your payday, but then again, the team doesn't do as well. Yeah, Tom Brady. To me, that's the closest analog. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot Tom Brady's of able to make all this money with his with his TB12 and everything else. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott can make as much money as he wants in endorse. He's the, he's the quarterback well, he was, for the he Dallas. Was, Cal- he's not playing in Indianapolis, yeah, but he was doing. Campbell's he can soup. make big time money. Campbell soup commercials. I don't know. I mean, he might still have Campbell soup commercials, but then he has that that um, the mattress was that that one that that kind of automatically raises up and down. He he's also 
he he does those commercials too. Yeah, I can't remember the name. of the I can't company. remember the what the. I can't it's a six thousand dollar bed. So yeah, I, I put much. it out of yeah, my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he he is. I mean, and, and after the injury, he was still doing those commercials. I mean, so I mean, obviously, this was you know before he got injured. So he's he's still making a ton of money. Sleep number. The sleep number. That's what it is. Yeah, he was doing the sleep number commercials, and so I mean, he makes a ton of money off this on on the side um, because he is a cowboy. So I mean, if if I'm Dak Prescott, I would take a little bit less on my contract because. You know, a lot of companies are going to be out yeah. there looking for you to be the face of their company. Yeah, we live in Los reason. Angeles, and I have never seen a Rams player in a commercial on television. Mm, it's rare. Yeah, not golf. That's I mean, for this sure. isn't New York City where you, where you see these these folks are going to be on television. They're going to be in ads. Mm-hmm. Dallas, place like that. Yeah, probably like uh, come over to Dallas Chevrolet. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> he's got a million. He probably has dealerships down there already. Yeah, probably. I mean, I guess that's the first thing you do when you sign your first contract. Like, get me a dealership. <laughs> Uh, or your own John Westbrook. El- Westbrook has yeah, his Westbrook own dealership. dealership. John Elway's got a bunch of dealerships. A lot of these guys have dealerships, which is weird, right? Yeah, it's, it's a weird. Like a it's because it's a shady of, business. It's yeah. a shady. There's a lot of ways to business uh, make money, yeah. not on the complete up and up. Exactly. So yeah, I, I can get into that. That I, could actually be a whole podcast on its own. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to be able to talk about that jury trial I was on <laughs> that involved that, but I can't. I can't, obviously. Um, I would take thirty million dollars. I would say I'll take five. Uh, he but wants four I don't, I don't years. Think he four years, one hundred twenty million, ninety percent of it guaranteed. I'll take that because I want to win. I, I don't. That's what I would do. Otherwise, you're going to be in the Russell Wilson situation. You're going to be in the Deshaun Watson situation. That's what's coming in your future. Mm-hmm. I just don't see him doing it. Uh, I, I I I think he wants mid thirties right now for about four or five years. What is it? Respect? I mean, what, what, what is the difference? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't is know. there really a difference in your life and your family's life? 30 million versus 35 million over the course of, of, of 160 made, million versus made, 175 million. If, if I'm really going to make that, like, I wish yeah. I have that. I would have that ninth house <laughs> in the Hamptons. If I just had signed that one more, you know, they just paid me that one more five. If million. I made $35 million this year, Ben, I would not work for the rest of my life. And I would, I would just, Retire completely. That's what I would do. I'd be. I'd have. I'd, I'd have a place on the beach in the Bahamas or whatever, where it's seventy-five degrees all the time, and that's exactly. where I spend all my time for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think about but, the credibility you get, right? Like when you, if you, if you get that kind of money, Russell Wilson money, you know, when you get those kind, that kind of contract, the Patrick Mahomes money, when things don't go well, mm-hmm. you're gonna get those looks in the locker room. Yeah. You're gonna get that level of resentment but, that starts to build. But hey. if you take less money than you than you could get. All of a sudden, you've got instant credibility and some leeway with your teammates that you wouldn't have had otherwise for what, at the end of the day, doesn't really amount to much. It, it can't possibly make an impact on your quality of life, the difference between $37 million and $30 million over five years. Yeah, I wish I could make that much money and have that sort of leverage. Yeah, most, most Americans make you know, less than $2 million in their entire working life. Exactly. Yeah. You know, let alone making thirty-five million in a year. But I think we're on the same page. But I don't think uh, I, I'm this this contract. We're on to the me, same page, but I take a shot, a larger shot than you. Well, because you know, you said he's not worth as much as Patrick Mahomes. He might be. No, you, you you put yeah, you, you put him on Patrick the, Mahomes. You take Prescott. You put him on the Chiefs. You take Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes. Put him on the Cowboys. You don't know what would happen. I think Patrick Mahomes is a much better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Yeah, he didn't. It didn't look like that in uh, what February sixth or well, February second. We, we, we talked about that. I mean, you know, the the, the Tampa Bay defense he looks a lot definitely. like Russell Wilson out there in, yeah. in the Super Bowl. That's what he looked like. Well, he doesn't. Des- he doesn't deserve that much money, right? All right, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Punch me in the face. <laughs> Next up, JJ Watt wants a payday. He has he signed a two year deal with the Cardinals. 
let's just repeat that just so everyone knows. He he asked out of his contract with the Houston Texans because he wants to win now, and because he, he wants to win now, and he is signed with the perennial Super the most Bowl difficult winning division in the league, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the deal is worth thirty-one million and includes twenty-three million in guaranteed money. In Arizona, Watt will be paired with fellow pass rusher Chandler Jones, who's a beast, who leads the NFL in sacks since he was drafted in the first round in 2012 at 97. Since during that span, Watt, second during that span is Watt with 95.5. Allegedly, the Browns and the Colts actually offered more money, although I don't know if that is true. I I have my doubts as to whether anyone would offer J.J. Watt more than... That amount of money, what did mm-hmm. they offer? What was it? Uh, $31 million over two years? I think it's a lot You're of money. You're in the $16 million that's, club? That's a lot of money. The $16 Too million dollar club is someone who plays 300-plus downs a year, who's in every game, who plays 16 games a year, who comes out of that, you know, comes out with, you know, 14, 15, 16 sacks, and that's not J.J. Watt. Yeah, what say you? A younger J.J. Watt, okay. But this J.J. Watt. We have a younger J.J. Watt. Exactly. We have a, a, a younger Watt. We not a, younger, a J.J. We have two younger Watts. <laughs> we got too many Watts. What? What? Yeah, so I mean, look, if if he was a younger version of himself, then definitely I would pay him that sort of money. But at his age right now, being injured the last five seasons and not playing that many games a year for the last five seasons, I think that's a huge mistake for the Cardinals to just throw that money at J.J. Watt. He's a big-name player. It's a known name in the league, but... He just doesn't carry the same yeah, sort of no sort of He's gonna, clout that his name suggests. Yeah, sixteen million bucks almost a year. I mean, that's a full time player. Yeah, I mean exactly. that's 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 a bona fide player in this league mm-hmm. at at the defensive position that he plays, especially in that division. And that's a lot. of You money. have to play Seattle twice. But you have to play the, the Niners Cardinals twice. You have to play L.A. twice. The Cardinals. Yeah, like not the Steelers you know, for less Fitz, money. Fitzgerald's probably looking at him like not the, side-eyed. Not the Buccaneers. Fitzgerald's for, like, you want to win now? Yeah. You want? I've been here for like twenty years. <laughs> I want to win. I didn't. Well, I haven't won. Ever. I would have quit ten years ago if you if, I, if we had beat the Steelers <laughs> in back in two thousand and five. Uh, two thousand eight or two thousand eight, <laughs> whenever it was. Yeah. Two thousand eight, nine, whatever it was. Uh, oh, but, five was the Seahawks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but. You know, if you want to win now, the Cardinals might not be the team that you want to go <laughs> to. The Browns, you might have see. a better chance. Well, I did pick them to win the division, and you know they, they were early on. They looked good, but you know, in that division now, with the quarterbacks that they have, with with the talent that they have, and and on, on all the squads over there, you're not going to win now. You might not even make the playoffs with the Cardinals. Yeah, you might win in September, game yeah. or two. Yeah. <laughs> But but what I mean, but honestly, I mean, he could have taken less money to go to the Bucks. Could have taken less money going to the Steelers. Could have taken less money went to the Chiefs. Could have taken less money and went to the Rams. Even yeah, uh, could have taken less money and went to. I'm trying to think of a team in the Bills. I mean, could have taken. I mean, Cleveland. Eh, they're still Cleveland at the end yeah, of I the mean, day. But Cleveland was pretty. Pro- I mean, but Miami could have taken did. less money. Went Cleveland to Tennessee did. was on the table. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee too. I mean, but Cleveland so what, did push Kansas City. To the end. I mean, it was a pretty close game all the way to the end. And they went to the playoffs. So, I mean, to the Super Bowl, I mean. So, I mean, it's, it's you know, going to the Cardinals. I mean, he was, he was looking for money. I mean, if you want to win now, and, and, and that's what you claim, that's a, that's what your reason is for moving on to the Cardinals. That's It's it's more money than it is actually winning games. Yeah, and I don't because, usually I mean, believe these reports. With, with, with I don't the, believe that those two teams offered with, him more with, money. I with, don't believe it. With the Texans, you know... It, you have less of a chance of making the playoffs, but with the Cardinals, it's almost the same. I mean, especially in, in that, that division. division. Yeah, in that division, because Russell Wilson's probably not going to get traded. So you're in no. there with Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. and, and then, well, the, well, the Niners with with Shanahan, what he does with that team, which is you know brilliant, yeah. even with Jimmy and, and a healthy Garoppolo. Yeah, 
allegedly, mm-hmm. at least for some period of time. Yeah, we'll see what he happens will be with healthy that. for. But, you know, I, I, I think they will start the season with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. But I mean, that's that's a difficult division to play in, and they may win eight games, nine games. I don't know, but it's a weird choice. I, it is it is an odd decision, but it's also weird for the Cardinals would throw that much money towards an aging player that has been injured. For you know, five years, the first five years of his career, great. Five 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 seasons of his career, great. But the second, but ever since 2015, 16, he's been injured. Yeah, and and, times. and 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 but you hear that, Dak Prescott? Why can they afford to spend this kind of money on JJ Watt? Because they're not paying their quarterback anything. That's why they have this money available to spend and take a flyer on JJ Watt this year because they're not paying their quarterback thirty eight, thirty nine million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was an odd choice i mean because I'd, i would if i were him all the stink he put up about yeah. guys not working hard guys not wanting to post on instagram could have taken less money to go to a team that was competitive yeah and he posted on instagram doing squats good for him he's yeah squats. but you haven't done squats in a while yeah i need to get back to yeah you, I mean, you I my body's out. starting to crick and crack yeah well it was before but as you were stronger yeah now, yeah exactly <laughs> but now it's like my yeah. muscles are you know it's atrophying so- uh, from black, but I will. I'll get back to yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll, I will. The weather's getting a little warmer, and I love to work out when it's a little warmer. When it's 110 degrees. Yeah, outside. I love those 100-degree workouts. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just think it was an odd choice, considering the teams that were in the playoffs last year, most of which will go back this year. You know, the Colts probably, you know, I mean, I think that the Colts had have with Reich and Wentz together again, hmm. you know, reunited. They have as good a chance of going deep in the playoffs as the Cardinals do, maybe even a better chance. I just think it was a weird. Anytime you sign with the Arizona Cardinals or a team like or the like the Detroit Lions, they're right on the cusp. I just think it's a it's a weird move. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money for an old aging player. He's not that old when you look at his age, but I mean for a football player, yeah, thirty. I mean especially with his injury history, what are you, 32, 33 years old, thirty two. Playing that position, that's already that's up there. And missed a lot of games over the last God, four I feel, years. I feel old now. Yeah, I I feel old now. God. Yeah, you are old. I know. Then JJ Watt. But old <laughs> in terms of football. Oh, you're definitely old <laughs> in terms of football. Not if I'm not if I'm Tom Brady. Ah, well, yeah. TB12. Neither are you. Stretch. Neither your are you, Ben. Stretch your muscles out. He's like doing yoga, doing free weights. He's done. He's got it all going on. Yeah. He said he woke up the day after the Super Bowl and thought about the next Super Bowl. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he probably did. He doesn't do anything else. Uh, he's got a great theme still. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, the drama of the week. It just won't stop coming every night. My poor wife is on her is on her Yard Barker account, her Facebook account, looking at what's happening. With the Seahawks and Russell Wilson, but it's Seahawks Incorporated. It's Murder Incorporated. Whether it happens this year or next, it seems inevitable that Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson officially will ask the Seahawks to trade him when the official request comes or when the offer arrives from the Cowboys, Bears, Raiders, or Saints. Who will the Seahawks, who, bleh, who with the Seahawks will decide whether Russell Wilson stays or Russell Wilson goes he's gonna stay for most teams the buck stops with the owner in seattle it stops with the head coach allegedly former seahawks owner paul allen stayed deep in the background his sister jody has assumed an even lower profile since inheriting the team following his passing some in league circles believe the seahawks essentially have become a corporation with vulcan incorporated founded in 1986 by paul and jody allen to oversee the family's diverse business activities and vulcan inc defers to head coach pete carroll as the de facto ceo of the seattle subunit i love the term subunit the question becomes whether the slow boil of 
of Let Russ Cook gone wrong will prompt someone from Vulcan to start asking questions or whether Jody Allen will start doing so herself. That would be a true break from precedent. However, Carol is the one who has the power to decide what's in the best interest of the team. Carol is, by all appearances, the one who will decide whether to trade or whether to not trade Russell Wilson. So that's why, as Wilson believes, Carol answers to no one. As long as he presides over a team that is reasonably successful and ridiculously profitable, no one will tell him what to do or how to do it. Regardless of whether Wilson or anyone else thinks P. Carroll has earned the right to run the Seahawks without significant oversight or scrutiny, Jody Allen and Vulcan Inc. have decided that that he has. Which means that if Wilson gets traded, it will happen only if Carroll decides it's the right thing to do. And this week, Dan Arzlovsky said the Seahawks should consider firing Pete Carroll to keep Russell oh, Wilson, which I thought was the most on, fucking moronic. Stupid. That guy played quarterback in like college and then for a second in the pros. Uh, but Franny, what say you about this is, I mean, so Russell Wilson doesn't want his head coach to have to, he wants his head coach to have to answer to someone. I, I don't even, I don't know what, I, what I don't, ah! I, I, I'm not sure exactly where Russell, uh, Russell I read, Russell I read a lot of words wants. there, so take it away. I'm not sure what Russell Wilson really wants right now. We talked about this at length last week, probably the week before that. I mean, he has a team that is in the playoffs every single and year. He makes they thirty nine million dollars, eleven, twelve games a year, every single year. They in a tough division. It's not like they're playing in the NFC East right now. They're in the NFC West. Maybe that's why he wants tough, out because he knows maybe, he's never going to win that division. Man, well, I mean, wait. Not about winning the division, but just to go in the playoffs. I mean, if you're in the playoffs, you have a chance to go to the Super Bowl every single year. Well, not if you're Russell and Wilson. What do you want to go to Chicago? Yeah, allegedly he does want to go to <laughs> they Chicago. Were the, I mean, obviously they he were, likes Matt Nagy, who was the offensive mm. coordinator under Andy Reid, and I mean, it, it allegedly he can build his he can build his legacy mm. in uh, Chicago he's, because they have no quarterback he's legacy. Built his legacy. Well, that's true. I mean, they've never had a solid. Uh, quarterback ever because he keeps saying legacy, legacy, legacy. Leg- he has. He's built his legacy is- already in Seattle, and that's where he should continue to build yeah, his legacy. There's a street named after Marty Levy in Buffalo. A, no one gives a shit. He might get a statue like yeah, Nick Foles. Legacies are the most in meaningless, pointless. Unless you're, you know, unless you are Barry Sanders or Walter Payton, you know, or Franklin Delano Roosevelt or you know George Patton. I mean, how many people's names do you e- even remember? As quarterbacks in the NFL, as legacy, people talk about this legacy. Like you get a street named after you. People, yeah, people significantly overvalue or overestimate how much other people will give a shit about you. Yeah. Once you're not doing whatever it is you're doing today, mm-hmm. the second you quit, your boss quits. You're you're never going to think about that yeah, that person you, again. You don't want to tarnish your legacy either. In and my it, eyes, he, he's already tarnished. He's he's ah, he's he, come on. I, mean, I, I bought it. It was nice. This nice bronze color, and now it's a green. <laughs> Hazy patina all over it. It's brass that's turned green. Uh, yeah, but that, I mean that's that's not a bad thing either. Well, no. uh, <laughs> that means maybe you've been for around for a little while. Maybe for around a for a little while. I mean, but I mean, do you think? I mean, but what? What? Who is he to say that like Pete Carroll? Uh, the Statue of Liberty. I mean, the Statue of Liberty is one of the most well-known statues in the world. That's I mean, true. You know, that's if true. that's Russell Wilson, they need to clean that shit, make yeah. it bronze again. <laughs> uh, but Friday, honestly, I mean, did, why? Why? Why would Pete? Who does he think he is? I don't know. As the quarterback. That he has some decision making in terms of who the head coach reports to. Yeah, that's that doesn't he's make any sense. He's the head either. coach. Yeah, exactly. They already make less money than and you. And a good head coach too. I mean, ever ever since he came to the league as the Seahawks head coach, every single year they're going to the playoffs. I'd say make a. I mean, well, if I I mean was, they should have won two Super Bowls. I mean, I, I but I love giving him what he asked for. If I was Jody Allen, I'd say, you know what? You're Pete Rose. You're the coach. You're the head coach, and you're the quarterback. 
Have see what at happens. it next year. See what happens. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Because apparently you know better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know you know how to win twelve games and then you know flame out in a playoffs and a blaze of glory. Yep. Uh, and blame everybody else for it. Yeah. I, I just I don't understand the Chicago Bears. Yeah. Of all the teams, and allegedly they're going to make a big run at them. I still don't think it's going to happen though. I, you know, I think when the new season rolls around, I think Russell Wilson will still be the quarterback of. The Seahawks. You might not like him as much, Ben, but I'm sure you'll still be watching the games and maybe, you'll still be rooting maybe. for them. But this passive aggressive bullshit, at least be you mm-hmm. know, at least sack up Gee golly whiz. At least gee golly whiz. Can you trade me? At least sack up like Deshaun Watson and ask for a trade. Don't with all this passive well, aggressive well, bullshit in has, the media. Deshaun Watson has reason to ask for a trade. He has no reason to ask for oh, a for trade. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I mean, if that's what you want, then just sack up and do it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't just play this passive aggressive legacy or get hit too much. Pete Carroll doesn't answer to anybody, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he he put a really good team around you, mm-hmm. and you know if if your offense can't figure out a way to step up and take on the defense that's in front of you, that's not necessarily anything that Pete Carroll could. I mean, I mean, they couldn't fix they couldn't fix it in the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs, some of the most great offensive minds in in the history of the NFL, couldn't figure out what to do with Tampa Bay's defense mm-hmm. in that Super Bowl. Uh, so I don't know that there's some magic pill. That you 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 believe is going to happen if you're in the in the film room, and I also I mean, do you really believe that Pete Carroll is just telling you know Russell Wilson thanks but no thanks mm-hmm. when it comes to their film sessions and, and discussing game plan? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think he's doing that? No, like, I don't think he's doing that at all. I, I I think Russell Wilson is still is in there and and you know game planning for you know the game ahead of them, and uh, I I just I don't know why all of a sudden he wants to be the villain. In Seattle, or, or villain in general, he was always the good guy, and you yeah. always had a good. He, he, he's like the the Carlton Banks of the NFL. He's the good guy. Everybody's cheering yeah. for you. Everybody likes you. You have the Carlton. Bank and now you've turned me off. Yeah, exactly. I'm, and I'm ben, turned off. You were the you were his biggest. Yeah, I was talking supporter. for MVP last year. Yeah, and he uh, early, early on, on. In the season, early on in the season. But I mean, there's been many seasons in the past where he should have probably been the, been the MVP of the league. But you're making with his level of play. against the cap. There's yeah. only so many dollars in the pocketbook, in the purse, in the handbag, in the satchel, in the man purse. Mm-hmm. There's only so many dollars you're in there. Man purse? I uh, know, but I would if yeah. I lived in Europe. I totally would. <laughs> Actually, I no, I don't like to carry anything. I, 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 I don't like to carry anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm not a big man person. Yeah, I don't like yeah, to carry. Yeah. I don't even like carrying my phone if I can help it. Uh, but, you know, where does he think this magical offensive line is going I to come no from? Idea. I have no idea. It's 100. You make your it's he's 40 million dollars again. But part of next year in the in the salary. And that's that's I can't do rough math in my head, you know, but that's like 25 percent of the salary cap next mm-hmm. year. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I know. Sorry, it, it, it's frustrating. I just, I just wonder what a lot of, I just wonder what's going on in the minds of a lot of the Seahawks fans out there and how they feel about Russell Wilson complaining about his situation because he has a pretty good situation. Hey, Sean Watson, it's twelve games. Is that, is that not a lot? Sean Watson does not have a good situation. Is that not a lot of games to win? Twelve? Yeah, or eleven? Ten? I mean, Shit, I would take ten as an uh, Eagles fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right now, look at the Browns. They were they're through the moon. Yeah. You know, because they because they won what ten games last yeah. year and got in the playoffs. Yeah, or eleven. So I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this more next. Who knows what's going to develop? Oh, this is going to be on the agenda. Who I'm, knows? I'm, this, is, this is the called. This is the the Ben's bashing <laughs> Russell Wilson portion of I, the you show. Should probably, you should probably take a shot. Yeah, I'll take a shot. You should. Take I a will shot take a shot because, because Sonya is not here, and Sonya is heartbroken. Sonya is a huge Seahawks. This is why you never fan. But she is don't still, get too close to your heroes in, in, I, well, in movies and sports because when you find out who they really are, you're not going to like it. And I wish we had her on the podcast tonight. 
to, and and last week and the week before to when talk he gets about traded, this. When he gets but traded. there's absolutely no reason for him to make for him to be making any sort of noise with the team that he's on and what they've accomplished with him under center. I don't get it. Because he's not without his own flaws. Well, yeah, no, I mean, he does turn his back to the defense a lot. I mean, he's used to not having a good offensive line. And so even when a play is not completely broken down, he still you know, runs out of the pocket. Yeah, he's, he still runs out of the pocket, runs in circles, uh, you know, turns his back to his receivers. And so, you know, part of it is his problem, but it's what he's become accustomed to. Which is also a Seahawks problem, but still. yeah, and also Pete Carroll is allowing him to run around like a crazy person yeah. back there and take 15, 20 yard sacks. Not a lot of head coaches would do that. There you got your oh, shot. That's, that's a, a big that's, ass that's shot. My last shot was a big all shot right, too. All right, all right, Mine's all right. a little one like yours. A little baby shot. Yeah, but I don't agree with it. I don't. I don't. I don't mean. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the guy's got a good fucking life. He's got a. He's got a beautiful wife, making thirty nine million dollars on a team that goes to the super, to the playoffs every single year. Been to the Super Bowl twice. Should have won two, but that's a whole different story. But yeah, I mean, there's no a reason great for quarterback. But man, mm. I mean, he P. Carroll does give him a lot of latitude yeah. on offense. Yeah, I mean, if there's any Seahawks fans out there, you know, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on. on I mean, he's gonna break on, their hearts. The mayor's battling with the mayor in New yeah. Orleans. You know, how dare you get up, get away from my quarterback? Staff my quarterback. Yeah, Stay away. I, I just don't. I personally don't understand it. I mean, eventually all of this will come out, and we'll learn a little bit more. Yeah, on a thirty about for thirty the backstory. On a thirty for thirty. But I, I, I think now. there are very few situations in the league that are better than that one. No, man, he's in a good. He's and the Bears ain't one of them. No, and the Raiders ain't one of them. Nope. So, Russell let's, Wilson. Let's keep this in perspective, Mr. Stop, Wilson. Stop being dumb about this. Yes, exactly. You want to take a quick break? Real All quick, right. Before we move on to the next one. Uh, sure. We'll take a yeah, quick break quick, and we'll be break. right back with the rest of the NFL news. All right. And we are back with the remainder of the NFL news. We do record this podcast outdoors where football should be played and podcast should be recorded. And we do drink quite a bit yes, on the show. We and we do have to take a break every once in a while. That's true. To empty our bladders. <laughs> that is true. So I do apologize. Yeah. That was for, 45 minutes for, in. For you see, we're done at this point yeah. with NFL news. This is It's running a little bit longer, but man, it is the off season. So there's extra news to talk about. Yeah. We finished a little, you know, we finished ahead of schedule last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to yeah. get to the free agents again this week, probably. Eventually we'll get but to But eventually it. we'll eventually get there. Nothing's going to change. Yeah, no, no. There are no signings. Might be more. Uh, but this is just quarterback after quarterback. It's a high game or a high stakes game of chicken in Houston. If, as it appears, quarterback Deshaun Watson will never play for the Houston Texans again. And if, as it appears, the Texans won't trade Watson, the stage will be set for a holdout. Different numbers have emerged regarding the monetary losses that, the, that Watson would incur. First, if the 2021 offseason has a mandatory minicamp, and if Watson skips it, he'll be subject to a fine of around $93,000. Second... Oh. If Watson skips training camp, it'd be fined fifty thousand a day. With forty days in camp and six mandatory days off, thirty-four days that Watson would miss—that's a total of one point seven million. Poor guy. Third, he'd be fined the amount of a regular season Mind game up on the check. Street. 
What's that? He might end up on the street. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a regular begging for money pretty <laughs> exactly. soon. With with Russell Wilson. Regular season <laughs> game check for each preseason Watch game. Watch for Deshaun Watson on a street near you in, in Houston. Yeah, exactly. Wow. At a base salary of ten point five more five four million, that's six hundred and twenty thousand per game. And even if he misses the entire 21, 2021 season, has three pieces in three preseason games to lose another 1.86 million thus if the mm. offseason training camp and preseason watson would incur 3.653 million dollars in fine if the season is 17 games in length he'll lose another 11.16 million in base salary on top of that skipping the season would allow the texans to recover watson's signing bonus that's 5.5 5.4 million in money that he'd owe in return. So if the math is correct, skipping the 2021 season would spark a total financial loss of $20.213 million. But he still would have made, what, $20 million either way? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, wow. Ronnie, what say you? Learned today no. that apparently Cal McNair, is he is determined not to trade Watson, and he is prepared to let him sit out the What's entire the po- What the hell is the point of that? Like, why would you let this guy sit out? If you Power. can trade him. Power. If you can trade him and get something in return, why let him sit out? I mean, the guy's going to be Just power and proving a point. He knows his team's not going to playoffs he's gonna anyway. Be, he's going to be comfortable on the couch playing, you know, his PS5, Madden 21 or whatever. I would. If I was making $45 million a year, I would just sit on the couch and fucking make $20 million. Big deal. Big fucking deal. Yeah, I'll have to give his signing bonus back. Yeah. Well, oh, big deal. Yeah, but I mean, I mean. <laughs> I mean, if it. you can get three draft picks, you know, three first rounders. Or, a, you know, four. I mean, there's a lot of teams that would give up a lot for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, we got, and I got to tread, tread lightly mm-hmm. on how I discuss this. But, you know, you sign the contract, mm-hmm. right, because you need to have your money because of the way it's structured. Because you, with the rookie weight scale, you know, you're, you're essentially a first-round pick is under contract for five years. So regardless of how bad the team is, is, if you get an offer in year three, year four, you have to take it because you might get injured. So you take the contract. Uh, at the end of that contract, if there are, especially years where the cap hit isn't so significant, the team can just cut you and not pay you any money that isn't guaranteed. So the owner has the power on the back end as well. But in the middle, I mean, if you're an owner or, or, or the CEO of a team, you know, and you sign the contract from, from your point of view, you're expecting that this player is going to play at least out the number of years on that contract before it becomes not financially practical to do so for for either side. And if you're the player, you're, you're promising to play. So at what point is it okay for an owner or, or a CEO to say, we're not going to give you what you want. You signed the contract. We gave you all this money. You're either going to sit out or you're going to play. At well, what point is that okay? Yeah, but as, as the CEO, you have to put a viable team on the field and that's what they no, don't, you don't have right now but you sh- i mean that's what that's the goal of See, every single new york jets that's that's the goal that <laughs> See, should be detroit lions that should be the goal of every <laughs> single owner of every team every gm out there should be putting a product on the field that could win the super bowl every single year and if you're not doing that you're not doing your job even though you signed a contract He's not signing a contract with the team that he thought he was signing a contract for because that should be the goal for every single team out there. And if you're not doing that, then you're a failure as a GM or owner or whatever. Yeah, I mean, excuse me. I I can't help but think that there are secretly there are a lot of owners around the league right now that are that are rooting for Cal McNair to make this stick uh, to sort of pull the power dynamic a little bit back more towards the employer and a little bit less towards the employee. Russell Wilson. Not so much of a complaint from him. It, he shouldn't be complaining at all. And he signed the but contract Deshaun, too. Deshaun Watson, that type, that type of a talent coming into the league, 
you should build your team around this guy. You shouldn't give away his best receiver. You shouldn't give away defensive players. I mean, they have completely fallen off a cliff. I mean, they they, they made the right move in firing O'Brien, but that's the only thing they've done right. Yeah, everything else, still there. Everything else, I mean, you know, they're getting rid of Fuller this season. I mean, who knows what other changes they're going to make, but that team in that division, there's no hope for them, and I don't see anything moving forward for that team other than Deshaun Watson, and he wants to leave. Everybody's leaving right now. Everybody wants to get out of Houston. Yeah, Harden left Houston. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I fucked. Well, I wouldn't use him as your as your case and as your yeah, but, as hey, your exemplar. Brooklyn's for, doing all right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, if there's more to the story, I'd love to hear it. Uh, you know, if there's something else going on behind the scenes, I'd love to hear it. What do you think? Uh, because I mean, do you think- if, if it's just that they don't want your input on who the GM and the head coach should be. I don't care. But do you think you're Deshaun, one player of 53? Do you think you Deshaun don't Watson, get a say in who the head coach Deshaun is? Deshaun Watson? Yeah, but why doesn't why doesn't JJ Watt get a say? Why does well, it why does the quarterback it Will the Fuller most, get a say? Most, why doesn't why don't all your good players get a say? The most important position in any league is the quarterback position. Well, yeah, but once you start giving the you know a player on the team you know a say in who they hire as the GM, you pay him the, the most coach. money. You pay him the most money. You know, I'm not saying you have to choose just, who he wants. What's the, sli- the slippery slope there? I mean, now but, you're, and, and aren't your teammates going to resent but you? But do you understand why he's disgruntled? Yeah, but I mean, the team we've, sucks. We've, we've hated on Houston for years. Yeah, you, the team hated on O'Brien. But you don't get a say in who the head coach is. I'm sorry. Still, you can say, you're, I want to leave. You're one person of 53 on that roster. I mean, it's a sinking ship. It, it is. Yeah. But but it was a 10-win team, an 11-win team. He's not hanging that long, on. He's not that hanging long on ago. to the Titanic with Rose right there. And he wants to get off, and I would too. I mean, I don't. How did I? How did I come on? How how did I become the capitalist on the show? Uh, you know, it, it's a tough one. I don't because I just I don't, I, I don't think that, I don't think any player on the team there's should a get moth, a say a moth on in who the why why shouldn't your best player on defense get a say in who the head coach is? Defense is. I mean, we learned in the Super Bowl that if you got a really good defense, it doesn't matter if you're playing Patrick Mahomes. But all it time. doesn't matter if you're playing Dan Marino or the defensive Brett Favre. Scheme, you're going to win. The defensive scheme was good. But there's not one individual player that made a huge difference. Like a quarterback could make a difference on a team, and it's not it's not Mahomes. Jack Barrett did pretty well. It's not well. Mahomes' fault that guys are getting the you know football thrown off their helmet. I mean, he's throwing it to the guys. They're just not catching it. Uh, that's true. But what? But where do you draw the line? The quarterback gets to say, but the defense, the best defensive player doesn't get to say. The best receiver doesn't get to say. The best JJ Watt had to say. You know, what he, if he left. Had, JJ what if you had Walter gone? Payton on your team? Does he get to say? JJ Watt said, "I'm out of here," and yeah. they let him go. <clears throat> why, why is it different with Deshaun Watson? Why are they? Well, they just Watson? released him and took a tiny little cap hit. Yeah, but with Deshaun Watson, they can actually gain it's some a big draft cap picks. It's a real cap hit. Draft picks. They can make. A, they could. They could get three or four first round picks for this guy. Wait, so I that's don't a disagree. Smart move. That's a smart. I don't move. disagree. That's a smart move right there for for a, for a GM or or an owner right there. Yeah, I mean, he just he doesn't want to play for your team. Let him go and get whatever you can for him it's right fu- now. It's just funny because when you when you are a manager, your perspective on this kind of changes a little bit. Yeah, but if you can get like a lot when in I return. was when I was a worker bee, I'd probably be uh, completely on Deshaun Watson's side. But now that I have to deal with these people and all of their problems, yeah, and all the well. things that they think we should be doing, and all the changes they think we should be making, and all the like, why don't they just do this? Or why don't they just do that? And it'd be so easy to do this, and you know, yeah, you're just, you're just, and, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They literally have no clue. No, I want to say that. They have no clue. Because I was in that position, and now I knew I had no clue. <laughs> uh, you know, I, But I thought I had a clue, right? Because you just you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, but in this case, it's a little different. Uh, is it? It is. I mean, to, to sit if, out if the entire... If he does not want to be there, get rid of him and see what you can get in return. It's easy what do you think that. the asking price should be? Right now, I think three first-round picks. Three first-round picks and a second-round pick. If you want to do that, let's do it. 
<sighs> if you don't want it, then you know what? You can sit out. Whatever. Yeah, I wonder what teams he would accept. I mean, where? But where? Where? What's a conceivable trade partner for Deshaun Watson? Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> I you, guys take, any, you guys have any picks left? You have I, any I, picks left? I would take Deshaun. You have any picks left? I would take Deshaun trade? Watson. I would take him. Well, of course you would. I would take him as a stealer too. But we don't. We're not going to give away three first round picks. Well, well, I mean, what are you going to get in the first round? Uh, I mean, have you, have you had stellar? I mean, I know the Eagles yeah, have not receivers? had the Eagles have not had JJ, stellar TJ Watt stellar Bud drafts Dupree? in the past. Okay, maybe we've done all right, but the Eagles have not. Devin Bush, the Eagles have not. So if if you're if you're a team that cannot for the life of you choose the right players in the draft, you might as well take this player and give. Oh, him I don't draft, disagree with that because you're not going to do shit with those with those picks. So you might as well bring him on board and then build around him after you have him. Do you think you're going to let him sit out? I think it would be a stupid decision if they did. I do. But if I had to put you on the spot, do you yeah. think they're going to make they're going to let him just sit out the season? I don't know. It seems like it's more of an ego thing right now. And you should never let your ego get in the way of business. You should not let that happen. What are you the, con- the concierge? The, what do you call it? <laughs> Consiglieri? Consiglieri? I would not, Are you what are you Tom uh, Tom Hayden over there or whatever? I, what was that? What was the guy's I would name? I have that happen on my team. I, I would trade uh, Deshaun Watson and <laughs> well, get some players in return. Uh, I think he would just shoot him on I the think. day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, what was his name? Corleone. Corleone. No, yeah, I can't remember that. Remember. Was it? Oh, I can't remember the the guy uh, Brando's first name in The Godfather. What was it? Tom Hayden was the conciliary. Conciliary. Isn't Tom? Isn't Tom Hayden a linebacker? <laughs> <laughs> a be. cornerback? I think it was. It was Thomas something. He was. He <laughs> yeah. was Irish, right? Uh, I mean, I could see the Dolphins. I could see the Jets. I could see the Raiders. Even there's a lot of teams. There are a lot of teams out Because if you trade with the Raiders, you can get. You could potentially get Carr in return. That are desperate. And and if you can, just imagine. Yeah, that's another thing. Maybe not. I think the Raiders are a nice maybe place because you could get Carr in return. Maybe two first round picks, Carr. And a second round well, pick. Who's a, for he's a, who's a good quarterback? He just no, happens Carson to play for a terrible head coach with a terrible he's, team. Well, he's going to play for another terrible team if he goes to Houston too. Yeah, but at least have a, he might have a better head coach. I you don't know. It depends on who, who the coach. I mean, who's the coach? Is, is it coach? Casario or is he the GM? I don't know. I'm not Nick even Casario. sure. Nick Casario. Either the sure. GM or the head coach. It's Houston. Doesn't matter. But it's it's yeah exactly. I mean the the, the team is. I mean everybody wants to leave. For some reason every everybody wants to leave Houston no matter what league you play in. Yeah. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't want to come off like the capitalist here, but well, you are. You know, you sign the contract. You know, there there has to be some level of responsibility. There, but he did. I mean, he played a year the, under the contract, and he a and, one full year and on he, a five year deal, and he threw the most yards in the league. So he's playing his part of that contract, but the team is not holding their portion of the deal. Well, the, the port, their portion of the deal is the money that comes in the in the paycheck every yeah. game. Hey, look, I'm, I'm throwing 4,500 yards and you, can't, <laughs> you guys can't win more games? Put a better team around me. I'm I'm completely behind Deshaun Watson in this one. Yeah, I mean, but I'm I not behind Russell Wilson, but Deshaun Watson, 100%, this guy, he wants to leave. He's done everything he can for that organization. If he wants to leave, See what you can get in return. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I could see the old school people are like you know Dan Marino stuck around. I mean, these guys that you know Brett Favre stuck around. Yeah, but Brett Favre did win. He went to two Super Bowls though. Yeah, and he was a he was really whiny there at the end. And he left, and he had a pretty decent career with with the Vikings and with took the Jets, the Jets to, the, to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. All so. right. All we'll right. See. I'm just. <laughs> you I, should take a shot for that. For what? Just. For complaining. <laughs> All right, I'll t- small, small, very small. Give me a small one. I'll take a small one. We're just gonna take shots for the hell. Of I'll it take now. a small one. But I, yeah, I mean, I, I just it, it's a it, like I said, you have to be careful about how you talk about this because it could come off the wrong way. You know, I just think that that's a lot of money, and it, it you signed a contract. The team's not terrible. 
I mean, it's not the Jets for you, crying you out loud. You know, it's an issue when my my voice gets high, higher yeah. pitched than yours. But ben. Russell, well, they won twelve games. They got a great head coach. They no, got exactly. decent players. They got no, wide has... receivers. They got a decent defense. No reason to complain. You know, it's just you know. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine like Russell Wilson versus uh, Deshaun Watson? Like, who should complain more? Uh, Deshaun Watson definitely should. Yes, but he's got to look at Wilson and be like, I would kill to he's be on making, that team, and he's making more money. Right I now. would love to be on that team. Trade me you to would. the Seahawks, straight yeah. up. Russell Wilson for Deshaun Watson. You know what? I would. Right now, I would. I wonder if Pete Carroll would pull the trigger on a deal like that. I mean, I, but he's I, younger. I wonder, I wonder he's what, younger, a lot younger, and just as talented. I wonder, and he's a lot younger. Yeah, because you're getting a quarterback. I mean, because they're very similar. S- very similar. Only seven years younger. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder what then what would happen. You know, you, you might you might have to buy Sonya a Deshaun Watson jersey. For her birthday. Yeah, but that would be something. I mean, that to me, of all the trades that I've heard, that actually mm-hmm. that deal actually makes you the most to, sense. If you're, if, you're, if you're the Seahawks, you have to give up less in terms of draft picks because you're giving a quarterback of you know a similar level of play. Yeah, you know, not not the exact same quarterback, but a younger. You one. know, Russell Wilson does have more experience. He 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 would probably win about seven games <laughs> right now for Houston. Yeah, yeah, give or take. I mean, yeah. bro, I mean, Wilson's got a no trade clause, so he can go into Houston. Uh, but that would be that would be an interesting trade to pull off. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, it's not. Uh, but it might end up with the L.A. Raiders. All right, Franny, that's it for uh, Ben's Catalyst Hours. Vegas. Las Vegas. That's Raiders. Ben. This is <laughs> Las Vegas this, Raiders. This episode of Ben's CNBC Market Recap is <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm not a. I have much more. Of a lefty socialist than a capitalist, uh, but I can't help but be a little annoyed by this issue down in Houston. Uh, Franny, that's or, it. Or, or, it's magic, magic. Oh yeah, it's that's magic right. Over. That's right. Uh, next, that up, last little tidbit. Yeah, right there. this is this is sad. Looks like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzpatrick, thirty-eight years old, might finally be ending his career ahead of the twenty twenty-one NFL season. Great Pepka of Larry Brown Sports <laughs> reports. According to <laughs> Greg Pepka, according to NFL reporter John Clayton, John Clayton, love that guy. Veteran quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick is apparently headed toward retirement. Aww. Clayton says the Denver Broncos were among the teams interested in Fitzpatrick, but he appears likely to be out of the mix and may be set to end his playing career. That's sad. He didn't get to play for every team in the <laughs> NFL, <laughs> but I think he played for about twelve of them. Uh, Friday, I mean, we ha- he did give Does us. Does he have kids? I don't, I, don't, I, don't I, don't know. Kids, I don't know if he has kids, but you know his kids had to be moved every single year yeah. to a different city to go to a different school with different friends. You know, it, it, that, that, that kind of sucks for his kids. Oh, for sure. But uh, I'm sad. But he did give us a lot of really interesting, amazing yeah. moments in his career. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, you know, he. I mean, I, actually, at at this point in his career, I think it would be wise if he went to Pittsburgh. I mean, I think I, as I would a love backup, to have him as a backup as Pittsburgh. a backup in Pittsburgh with an older quarterback. I I think you know there there would be some promise in Pittsburgh. Yeah, right now and him. he wouldn't be threatening to Ben Roethlisberger at all. Not at all because he's way too old. He's 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 he's, he's a year younger. He's, he's a year younger than him actually. Yes, I mean I, I think actually that would have been a great move for him. I'm not sure what type of money he would have been looking for. Well, apparently they're going to hold on to Mason Rudolph like grim death. Uh, I don't know why, but um, no, I, I think I, you know Fitzpatrick going to the Steelers would have been a great move. 
Yeah, it's just it's too. I mean, he. I mean, the, the moments in Buffalo that uh, he gave I know, us. I know. Uh, everywhere, everywhere that he was. Yeah, I mean, you know, even in Miami, he had yeah. that nice run. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that I'm, I'm forgetting a bunch of other teams that he was. You know, that he was. Wasn't I think he, it was, was with the, the Jets. The Jets for a minute. He had yeah. some nice. Well, pretty much we can throw out a team, and he was probably on it. But I mean, you, we, you know, whatever yeah, they had magic yeah, to the yeah, end yeah. of was, your. Was he with? Um, was he with? You know, I don't think it was Carolina. But I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, I think he's been with about twelve, 12 teams. teams he's, he's been with I don't know teams. how many, but it's a lot. Probably that many. For but Fitzpatrick. I mean, when they add magic to the end of your name, it yeah. does mean something. Yeah. It means you've given, you know, he's... Is he, is he a Hall of Famer? He's like the J.R. Like J. Smith of... Uh, I think he should be a backup Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I think he should be the, the, the Hall of Famer of all backups ever in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way he's played. I mean, because he had some... He really did have some magical moments for a lot of the teams that he did play for. And he brought a lot of joy, not only in the game, but in the... In the, in the, in the uh, Post game yeah, press oh, conferences sure. and in the locker room. Yeah, I mean he was a, he was just a great locker room presence. And he's going to be fun to watch on TV. I mean, you know, he would be, be no great. Jason Witten. If we could get him on the pod, it would be great to get him on the podcast. So now we have there's your assignment. We need to get Elon him, Musk. We need to get Fitzpatrick. We Elon need to get Musk. Shaq. Elon Shaq. Musk. <laughs> Shaq. I think would be pretty easy. Um, maybe not so easy. You got to pay him. <laughs> Shaq nah. don't do anything for well, free. I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Lakers fan. Can yeah, I just he, come on, he, just for you that and reason. you and about 50 million other people. <laughs> How many of those people have a podcast? Yeah, yeah, sign up for the general and save some time. <laughs> you know, I think he he doesn't do anything for the free. The general is not cheap. Yeah, I actually did check out yeah. the insurance on the general. If Shaq could give me his discount, I'll take it. But other than that, they're expensive. Yeah, I don't think Shaq does much for free. Uh, but yeah, definitely a, a fifty bucks. Uh, you know, 50 bucks. he made. He, out, he signed like the drive first out to the valley. He signed out like the first hundred million dollar contract. Just imagine him sitting out here with us. I mean, his head would be hitting the. Canopy. I have to get a different chair. His head would be hitting the canopy up here. I have, to, I have to get like a, a different. No, we can I do it over the phone. I mean, over the phone. Come yeah, on. we can. Yeah, yeah, we can I'd it. like to have that out. here though. Oh man, that'd be awesome. You know, drinking yeah. some sriracha shots with us, some tequila and sriracha. Uh, that'd be so much fun. Oh, yeah, I know that. Do your shack impression. I don't want to piss him off. <laughs> I was about to do it, but I don't want to piss him off in case he ever does join us on the podcast. All right, Friday. That's <laughs> I doubt it, it but whatever. for the NFL news for this week. Uh, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, thank you all. Is this call to action? <laughs> yeah. A call to action? Well, you're not supposed to read that part. <laughs> That's hilarious. I but that's what it's that called. Yeah, that's what it's called. Batch it. That's smash it. That's that's actually for us, not for not to announce to the audience. Uh, it's but, a call to action, but people. This is this is your call to action. Uh, yes, thank you all to our new listeners as well. I never realized that as well as the my reading comprehension. Been with us for a long time. Uh, since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please con- consider heading to our website, <laughs> Call to Action, ThirstyGold.BuzzBrout.com, <laughs> or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review our show. Friday, how many stars? Five stars. Call to action. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Smash it. Uh, please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger. Just one person in your circle or outside your circle, you know, that woman that was beeping at, you know, the poor other, older woman in the Sprouts parking lot today. Don't beep really? at these poor people. Were you, were you there today? Yeah. Okay. I, I went to Sprouts. And, like, you know, they just like, you're driving through the parking lot. Like, yeah. and literally laying on the horn, 
screech the tires, get around this 80-year-old woman who was trying to find a parking spot because whatever what? that woman was doing was so important mm-hmm. that she couldn't wait that extra 15 seconds in the Sprouts parking lot. Don't be that person. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot it's funny, of... When I saw that, I was like, I got to talk about this. Stuff. There's like, a lot of impatient like, people Where could you there? have to go? And there's a On lot a of Saturday people... Saturday at 10.45 in the morning. You don't have anything to do in your life right now. Yeah. Like, where are you going to go back home and binge watch something? Like, what are you going to do? There's nothing open. I mean, there's things open, but, but you can't. It's not the same. Somebody in a parking lot. I never do it, I, unless they're about to back into me. But other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't honk at people because they're obviously waiting for somebody. I, you know, be patient out there, people. But not only that, but it was near, like it was near the crosswalk to get into the store. Yeah. Right. So she like screeched her tires and went around the car into the crosswalk where people are like moving their carts back yeah. and forth. So I was like, honestly, we we gotta people. Can uh, we be more civil, yeah. civil to each other? Patient. Exactly. And I was looking at the woman in the car. And she was scared to death. And we can like, have a whole podcast about this. Yeah, but it's just like you scared the hell out of this woman for no reason. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just trying to park her car. It's going to take literally ten seconds to pull. Yeah, down. but in ten seconds. I mean, she could be watching a show in ten seconds. Ben. I know you could get through a whole. You know, you could get through. You know, a, a, the beginning of Law and Order right before <laughs> they tell you that you know that there are criminals and there are prosecutors or whatever the hell they tell you on that show. Uh. Yes, that's your homework assignment. Tell someone about our show, Call to Action. And uh, yeah, you're not supposed to read the, the, the actual. But it's on there. It's on the agenda. Well, right, but yeah, it is. Yes. All right. In the future, it's, uh, this is. The... Maybe you should, in quotations, just put Call to Action. Yeah, Friday doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts, but that's what they. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but then my reading comprehension is not. All, I mean, it's like, just like, I'm just, I just read whatever. It's on there. I mean, I, you know, I don't that's. Think... That's, that's I know it's probably it's probably been on there for the past seven weeks and I haven't noticed it yeah. until today, and I thought it was hilarious. But when you tell your listeners follow your follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, yeah. uh, you know, look at go to our website, you know, send us mailbag questions, tell someone about our show. That's called a call to action. A call that's, to action, people. That's like the 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 podcast. Is that what it is? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. That, well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> if I, if I put like get list, uh, <laughs> this is to get more people to listen to the show. And Perenzi be like, next up on the big board, get more people to listen to the show. Oh, we should. <laughs> we should. There's nothing wrong with that. Listen to our That's show. That's true. Tell someone about our show. Don't beep at people in a parking yeah. lot. If you're if you're listening Just, to us, can we chill out, man? Right now, this is a call to action to get more people to listen to our show. Yeah. That's it. And to chill out. We don't have enough money to advertise on TV. Ben did in the past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, well, on Spotify, Google Ads. That's why we get the listeners from uh, Bangladesh yeah. and around the world. You know, like fifteen listeners from Bang. I'm guessing that they weren't all listening to the show. I could be wrong. Maybe we're popular there. Maybe we're popular. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, Friday was the next about a big board. Should I say feel good story? <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> it is our feel good story, Ben. All right, folks, hold tight. We'll be right back with our feel good story. <laughs> All right, and we are back with our feel-good story of the week, and I love the lead-in music to this. You sure there's no uh, more call to action? Call to action, people. (laughs) Bash it. (laughs) All right, a great story from down in the dirty, dirty Johnston, South Carolina, Antonio Hamilton. You may remember uh, a previous story where we told you about Johnston Elementary first grader Lawrence Lemaire Johnson. This is from WR. 
D-W-W-A-G-T in Johnston, South Carolina. Antonio Hamilton. He was a he, uh, This kid was diagnosed with hypoplastic left heart syndrome before birth. And now seven, year la- seven years later, he's been on a journey to get a heart transplant. His high school started to sell paper hearts, Lemire's hearts, to help him raise money for a real one. But on Thursday, Lemire got a $30,000 donation from a very special someone. It came from Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that might be a name to consider. High school alum who went on to play for the Kansas City Chiefs, Antonio Hamilton, $30,000 to mm-hmm. help this kid get a heart transplant. Out of nowhere, this isn't just something he threw, you know, threw to like a, you know, Meals on Wheels or something. Yeah. This is for a specific kid, a, a, a little kid who needs a heart transplant. Yeah, that, this is, I mean, it's, it's, that's amazing. You know, we have these other quarterbacks over here that are, you I know, want to trade. About contract situations, wanting more money here and there. But $30,000, I mean, that's that's great news. And I love the lead of music. <laughs> and I love the lead of music. Uh, yeah, sorry, I read that was a little clunky on the on yeah. the reading. Uh, We're but still a, laughing about. But apparently, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Antonio Hamilton went to Strom Thurmond High School down in South Carolina. Knew this kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and how, I mean, how much money? I mean, Antonio Hamilton. I've never heard of him uh, before. He's not a starter. Yeah, I mean, really, he right, was right? With the, I think he was with the. I can't remember who, he, but he's been on a bunch of different teams. Yeah. He is yeah. not exactly what he's, you, he, he's not Jalen Ramsey. He's not the guy making $30 million he's a year. He's not Joe year, Hayden. That's for sure. Yeah. $37, 39000000 million yeah. a year. For him to open up his wallet for this kid, $30,000. Can you imagine being a little kid that's and no a heart small transplant? chunk of change. Yeah. This guy comes to your, well, I was going to say he's a savior, but it means <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like to think of it that way. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm you know. complaining about my job and Russell Wilson's complaining about his job and this is a mm-hmm. little kid. Well, you, you don't know. complain about your job, <laughs> Well, that's true. You just say it's, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. It's you know, it's been a long week. week. You know, like I tell everybody out there, management is overrated. That is true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is General true. manager of the Houston <laughs> Texans, overrated. That is probably, well, that, yeah, if they pay me that kind of money. Uh, and, and you don't even have to be good at it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, that, that's the difference. You don't, If you're an NFL general manager, you don't even have to be, yeah, good, be good at it. Like you, you can just keep your, you can just keep your job forever with a guy's name, uh, Dave Gettleman for the yeah. New York. You just you just keep high. You just keep just keep chugging along. Just keep moving along. Everything's good. Uh, Friday. That's it for the feel good story. You know that, that that's funny though. Actually, uh, at work, um, there was a a, a patient who uh, on on my on my name tag I have a little eagle sort of thing. And he's like, well, "You're an Eagles fan, right?" He's like, "Are you pissed?" Like about what you know? I mean, once left, whatever. Just generally speaking, and, and, and generally speaking, it was like, well, I mean, whatever. You know, I don't care that once left. I'm like, are you? Do you like wh- who's the team that you root for? And he's like the New York Jets. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> why should pissed? I? Why, why are you pissed? I? He's like, I'm used to it already. Yeah. Like he's he's accustomed to the disappointment going on with the Jets after all these yeah, years, all those stud quarterbacks yeah. out of yeah. USC. <laughs> but it was, it was pretty hilarious, like because <laughs> he has, I guess he had a lot of Eagles fans friends that were disgruntled. I'm like, no, I'm not that pissed I'm off. I'm pretty gruntled like, about it. Aren't you disgruntled? I mean, Jesus Christ. You, that, that's like one of the first teams in like the past, I mean, the decade. I mean, they haven't done anything in a decade. Yeah, you're looking back to the Mark Sanchez era. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, pretty, that's, that's, a, that's the that's, high point. That was the high point. That was just a sad point, really. <laughs> that's yeah, what but. And whatever that guy's name was, uh, can't remember the guy who couldn't get the, couldn't throw the ball 30 yards down the field. Chad Pennington. You're looking back to the Chad Pennington era. Uh, Friday, that's it for the feel good story. But do you have any? Wait.
No, you always ask me, do I have anything to add? Do you have anything to add? No, no, no. Okay, I just, I just, I, I just mean, love the intro and the a, outro. It's a great story. I mean, and we need more people, just generally speaking, yeah, and to this do is this something kind of that stuff. You will not hear on ESPN, no, or CBS, or NBC, or Fox Sports, or whatever. You don't hear it on there. It's all Russell, all Deshaun, all it, the time. It's all the bad news. You know, I mean, it's it's the stuff that you know gets people's eyes on the screen, but. This this is the stuff that I talk about. Yeah, and, as you and, can tell, and and you know, completely you know, selfless act. Mm-hmm. You know, from a guy who and you don't hear from it. You don't hear from who it doesn't anywhere. make tons of money. You hear from it on the Thirst and Goal podcast, exactly. right? Exactly. Where else do you hear this good news? That's why you get a call to action. Exactly. All <laughs> right. <laughs> What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week, which we've cleverly dubbed the Oreo shot, and it was inspired by. National Oreo Day here in the U.S. <laughs> March sixth. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows every, about everybody it. Everybody celebrates uh, National Oreo Day. I mean, you have people, you know, lighting off fireworks, like Ben said, and and uh, you know, proposing to their girlfriends, and uh, you know, having barbecues outside. Yeah, I mean, here in L.A., it goes yeah. Lakers championship, yeah. Dodgers championship, July fourth, National Oreo National Day. Oreo. That's Day. sort of yeah. our, our our hierarchy. <laughs> Of events. Yeah. Not really, but still, though. It's pretty close. Oreos, I mean, is there a better cookie out there, Ben, than the Oreo? I mean, the Oreo cookie has... Uh, it, the Hydrox like, is underrated. It, what the hell is the Hydrox? The Hydrox? What the is Hydrox that? is... is that the, sounds is like the, something it, you clean your kitchen with. The Hydrox is... It's essentially the RC Cola of Oreo <laughs> cookies. Yeah, Hydrox. Look it up. What Look kind it of up name? on your brand new what Apple kind, iPhone. What kind of name is... Is it H-Y? Drox? H- yeah. With an X? Yeah, of course. That that, that, is, that sounds like some... Cleaning detergent. <laughs> it is. A it sip. sounds like I, I don't want to use the, Clor- the Clorox. I want to use the Hydrox. Yeah, here you go. There you go. That, That's the Hydrox. That right is there. terrible. That is that, essentially the. Uh, it's the or it's the. Who thought of that name? It, it's like the RC or the. Uh, there was another cola that was trying to compete with uh, Coke that wasn't Pepsi. Uh, that's discontinued. But it's just, it's the. That's the reason why it's, it's the poor man's Oreo. I, I, this is what my mother. I've, this is. I've, this is what my mother bought for me because I didn't have Russell Wilson mouth. It is. So pr- it is I didn't get. I didn't get name brand. I got Hydrox. It is proudly made in the U.S. though. Yeah. See. Which is great. But uh, do they still sell Hydrox? Oh yeah. Of is course. that something that's okay? It, it tastes like an Oreo. Only on the East Coast, or is that like a West Coast thing too? Because I've never seen Hydrox. Uh it might be an East Coast thing. But I mean, like, like Oreo is popular all over the world. Like yeah, Hydrox should be. Oreo they have in Croatia. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't have Not sugar. Not that they in don't it? have other brands. Does it have but sugar like, in it? In Oreo? Really? Is it is it like sugar I'm, free? I'm, well, I'm, I'm sure it's probably better ingredients than, than what we have here <laughs> in, no the, in the U.S. Um, you know, no uh, no GMOs, no, no GMOs <laughs> in Croatia, but in the U.S., I'm sure we do. But uh, yeah, tonight's shot was inspired. <laughs> wait, by... wait, you're assuming that there's something that grew out of the ground that's in that that's in that Oreo that would be GMO? I don't think there's a natural part of. The I'm sure Oreo. there are natural substances in. <laughs> you know, national Oreo, like the international vegetable, Oreos, not the national. Hydrogenated vegetable Hyd- Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure over here it's a little more unhealthy than it is maybe yeah, across get the some, globe. Next time you go to the store, look for some Hydrox. I don't think it's going to be there. I can find Clorox. <laughs> Clorox. <laughs> but not Hydrox. Yeah, yeah no. It's like, you know, it's like 7-Up. It's like the 7-Up of, of, of Oreos. Yeah, well, 7-Up's a name brand. Uh, well, it's, it's made by whatever brand. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah, that's, it's like the RC yeah, Cola. The RC Cola, yeah. Which or, is really good, by Not Shasta. Shasta. It's like Shasta. Shasta. Yeah, I guess Shasta. Yeah, but they have too many flavors. Tonight's shot, inspired by Oreo and National Oreo 
day. And uh, in the shot tonight, uh, which, which is a beautiful shot, it's actually going to be on our Instagram and in our Twitter. Actually, I already posted it on Instagram already. It has a little bit of white well, what chocolate. Are, what, are the, what are the taglines for those? Um, or what are the hashtags? Hashtag Oreo. What's it? At Gold Thirst and at Thirstan. At, at Thirst. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know. What do you call those? Yeah, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure. <laughs> what do you I don't, I don't call those? What do you What do you kids call it these days? Uh, but yeah, at Gold Thirst or at Thirst and and uh, in the shot tonight we have uh, a little bit of white chocolate liqueur with a little bit of vodka chocolate flavored vodka with just a little bit just a pinch ben of the butterscotch liqueur Ugh. i know you don't like butterscotch but it's just a little pinch of that on top of that just we a have a little bit of whipped cream and a mini oreo sitting on top of the whipped cream which has been sitting on the table all night and so it's sort of sunk into the shot itself ben so i hope you don't uh choke on that tiny little Oreo in there. And on the rim, you get some insulin with that. On the rim, we have a little bit of uh, chocolate and vanilla uh, sprinkles. And on the inside of the glass, I've drizzled a little bit of the chocolate. Um, I don't know. What is it? Syrup? It's, 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 it's syrup E right now. It's sort of <laughs> syrup E. It's syrup E right now. It looks like it's it's sort of hardened a little bit right now. It's, it's going to be good. The cold. It's going to be good. So it's not going to really, you know, get into the drink itself, but. Call um, to action at yeah, Gold Thirst. There you are, Ben. At Gold Thirst on Twitter, at Thirst and on Instagram. Oh, oh this looks good. I'm afraid it's going to be very. Uh, it's not really syrup E anymore. It's it's sort of like. Uh, creamy? If you, if you if you shake it around a little bit, maybe it moves a little bit in the glass. Move it, move it. Yeah. You got to move it, move it. <laughs> well, true. All right, I'm afraid even I'm afraid to there's, spill it on the computer. There's a there's a mini Oreo in there, so don't choke. All right, on. I won't. Actually, that's really that's really freaking good. Although the Oreo, the mini Oreo, I think I swallowed whole. I think I swallowed. Oh. I think I swallowed. There's a really there's a thick chunk of something. That was the Oreo. That was the Oreo. I was going to chew on it, but it went straight down. Oh, my God. I was going to try to be careful with that. Ah. But it, it tastes really freaking delicious. Ooh. And also, I did great. That's really good. I did great a little bit of Oreo into the shot, too. So there's a little bit of Oreo in there that was grated. But that tastes really freaking good. That, yeah. is, really, that's a, that is a delicious shot right there. Oh, I got the sugar now. Is, That's that, a lot of sugar. And the cannoli that you had earlier? Wow. Hmm. Whew. That's actually really... That is better than I expected it would be. That was good. That was good. Yeah. That was, it was It was thick. It was heavy. It was um, a yeah. nice soggy Oreo there at the bottom. I just didn't know when I was going to get the Oreo. It just went straight it, it, it Eventually, went straight down. I just got it at the bottom of the glass. It just went, yeah. It was a clump of Oreo but it was good. down my throat. It was really good. So the ingredients again? Uh, it was the white chocolate liqueur, uh, chocolate flavored vodka, uh, uh, just a pinch of butterscotch. Pinch. I know you don't like it, but it does add that little bit of oh, you like a hard candy, would you, there. my boy? And uh, you know that that I I mean it's not really syrupy right now. Um, <laughs> that chocolate, I mean it it really <laughs> it's kind of I mean you can't really get it out of there. I mean it's almost like a solid chocolate. It was syrup in the beginning. Um, you know, it sort of uh, poured in on the edges of the glass, gives it a nice, pretty look 
It was really a good looking shot. Yeah, I'm going to put that in the dishwasher. That was actually and tomorrow morning. It'll be back in the sink. So I need to be like, you, the dishwasher. It not didn't wash do anything. It's, there's, I mean, outside right now, it is about, yeah, 54 degrees. So it did uh, solidify oh, not bad, not bad. inside the glass. And uh, it was syrupy. It was, I'm sure it would have been like nice to get all that nice uh, bit of chocolatey, sort of dark this- chocolate flavor down with the rest of the shop, but it, it didn't happen. I guess if we took it right away, it would have been, but got to wait for the shot of the week. How would you rate this particular shot? Brian? You know what? This was fucking delicious. I mean, I would give us a 10. I would. I mean, like we love the spicy shots in the show, but this one didn't taste exactly like an Oreo, but had the nice chocolateness, nice vanilla notes. It was nice. It was good. Yeah, it, it was ten. really good. I'm going to give it a nine because I reserved the 10 for the spice. I reserved the 10 for like the shot that we had out of the pickle. You know, like that kind of yeah, that was a good shot. like something with the pickle, with the spice, with, with the, the jalapeno shot, with the jalapeno inside the jalapeno. Oh yeah, that's kind that of was stuff. good. That was I do, good. I do. Resolve. So it, it's as good as it gets mm-hmm. uh, for a, a shot that doesn't. I have still feel that little Oreo. Zing. I still feel that little Oreo going down my esophagus, though. It'll take I a minute. I still feel it. it hydrox would be long gone. <laughs> hydrox would be long gone. Melted. It would have been long gone. Yeah, I'm gonna get you some Hydrox. You're gonna, you're gonna be like, why have they, I been eating Oreos all these years? I don't think they sell Hydrox anymore. Yeah, I think they do. I think they do, and it's know. good. I'm telling you, I don't know. It's it's as good as an Oreo, but cheaper. But cheaper. All right, all right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our distillery history. We're gonna talk a little bit, little bit about the Lagavulin, and why are we talking about distilleries? Because uh, football is out of season right now, <laughs> and so we need to extend the podcast. But we love our Isla Scotches, Ben, and uh, this is just one of the eight distilleries on the island. Yes, indeed. Isla. And this is one of your favorite distilleries mm. from the island, I think. Right? Well, I love. I love. You like that sixteen? That Lagavulin like sixteen. That I mean, just everything is well balanced. In that scotch. It is just almost perfect. Ah, I like it. And we have a little bit of music there. And I actually have a song that I uh, recorded. Oh, oh you do? I, I do. But well, you don't want to hear it, do Oh, hell yeah, I do. All right, hold on. Oh, my God. Your songs are the best, Ben. All right, this is this one's pretty bad. So uh, well, I li- I like we'll, we'll give the, his- yeah, yeah. Well, we'll give the history of the history and then listen to your song. All right, oh. it's pretty bad, this one. Uh, Lagavulin Distillery, sat between Ardbeg and Lafroig on the south coast of Isla. Lagavulin has a history of disagreements and lawsuits. Founded in 1816, a year after Lafroig, it has been in fierce competition with its nearest neighbor ever since. They're right on the shore together. Oh, that'd be Peter great Mackey. to go over there and like, yeah. see them battling each other. <laughs> like, like, in, uh, like Green Street hooligans, exactly. just throwing bricks at each other. <laughs> exactly. Peter Mackey. Oh, you! Creator of the White Horse Blend, owned the distillery in the late 1800s and was also the sales agent for Lafroig. When he lost his agency in 1907, he decided to build a new distillery at Lagavulin that would make whiskey that was identical to Lafroig, the legendary malt mill. Unfortunately, his plan failed, and the whiskey was entirely unlike Lafroig, and malt mill closed, appearing only in tales of rare whiskey, including Ken Loke's firm, The Angel Share. The whiskey produced at Lagavulin has a range of personalities. The stills are run very full, which reduces the amount of copper contact the spirit has, and the distillation is slow. Both of these are factors in creating the distillery's versatile weight and weighty spirit. 
Maturation is mostly in bourbon casks, with a few ex-sherry casks used to create the signature character of Lagavulin's older whiskeys, which we have to try. In its youth, the distillery's whiskey is feisty and raw, with huge seaside smokiness. But as it ages, it quickly gains weight and elegance, with the official 16-year-old release well-known as one of Islay's most consistently excellent drams. It's thick and heavy. The Lagavulin's signature style is rich and meaty, reminiscent of smoked bacon, using barley heated to around 35 ppm and a relatively short fermentation time, the true secret to creating this heavy spirit is the distillation, filling the stills to around 90%, drastically reducing the amount of copper contact and reflux, creates meaty notes in the new make, which, after aging, become the weighty flavors at the core of Lagavulin whiskey. Friday, what do you say about Lagavulin? Well, I mean, the only, I think the only offering that I ever had from Lagavulin was Lagavulin 16. 16. And it is a tasty whiskey. It is just well balanced with the smoke and with the peat. It is, it's probably my favorite. You know, the Ardbegs that we've tried, you know, I love all of the Ardbeg offerings, but that Lagavulin 16, mm, that is, it's good. Delicious. It's and really good. We, have we still have, we have bit, a little left. I think there's a little bit left inside. Uh, in the bottle, but I mean, it is it is a very very good Isla Scotch. Oh, for sure you want uh, you, you don't want to you know you want to listen to this terrible song. Oh, I, let's listen to it, Ben. Right. I want to listen to this. This is pretty bad. Uh, let's see. Do you have it on there? Uh, I gotta find it here. All right, let's import that so our listeners can listen to uh, your sultry voice. Ben. It's pretty. This one's pretty bad. So we may have to re-record this. No, maybe not. No, I want us the whole thing. bad this one's bad off the west coast of scotland lies a mighty gem of a place <laughs> and peated whiskey's birthplace i lay oh i lay whiskey of smoke and of peat i lay oh i lay the flavor's complex and so sweet i lay oh i lay your pride is well earned i lay oh i lay box of peat not yet burned Ardbeg, Lagavulin, and Lefroig to the east of these three. Ardbeg's a peaty beast. Kilkoman, Brookaladay, off to the west. These two have distilled some of the best. Bunahaban, Kolila, up in the north. Jon Snow would be proud of the whiskeys brought forth. Bomoray Distillery smack in the middle. But don't think for a second they take second fiddle. Arden Hall in the northeast, and it's just a pub. We can't wait to taste what Yang and company dream up. I lay, oh, I lay, whiskey of smoke and of peat. I lay, oh, I lay, the flavor's complex and so sweet. I lay, oh, I lay, your pride is well earned. I lay, oh, I lay, box of peat not yet burned. Come one. Come all, don't fear these smoky treasures. Get to the store, grab a dram, one of life's simple pleasures. If you can visit, we would be wild with envy. Whatever you do, be sure your stay is quite lengthy. <laughs> Island, oh Island, whiskey uh, of smoke. Have to visit. Island, oh Island, flavors complex and so sweet. Island, oh Island, your pride is well earned. Box of peat, not yet burned. Oh yeah, that was 
That was, it was a beautiful, bad, right? beautiful rendition, Ben. It was bad, right? And I, I think they should use that song <laughs> as like as their tourist bureau uh, song. I, I think they should for the <laughs> for the island of Isla. I, th- I think they definitely should. I had to like research the names to make sure I pronounced them as close to correct as I, I could I, get. I think Bro- when you said Brookladik, I think I think it's I think it's Brookladik, I, I, something like that. I, it's 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 a little more difficult to pronounce. I mean, it, it, like when you read it. Phonetically, that's what it looks like it should be. Yeah, because when I read the phonetic, but, it, 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 it allegedly it was like a brooklet. It, like the, you're supposed to say like a, brule, like a heart. Bruiledic. Is that yeah, yeah? I just I just which is what we have actually coming up next, next week. week on the podcast. I can, I can rewind this to, and delete this. No, 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 no. We're not going to delete that. <laughs> that was a beautiful, beautiful song right there, Ben. I, I do. <laughs> well, I didn't know Ardenhoe. I yeah is brand new, and they have yeah. they're only two years old. They don't even have a. They don't even have one on the market yet. All right. Well, eventually we'll have one of those on the show, and I can't wait to try that. <laughs> on episode 600. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we, we, obviously we love the Isla Scotches and the Ardbeg and the Lagavulins. And, you know, it looks like Lagavulin and Lefroig, they were kind of battling each other, but I have not tried a Lefroig that is on the same level as that Lagavulin 16. The Lagavulin 16 is just, just a well-balanced Isla Scotch that... I, I, I just enjoyed drinking it. Sounds like spite was a good motivator there. Yeah, it right, turned yeah. out he t- was trying to spite his rival mm-hmm. and ended up with something even yeah. better. Yeah, I mean, the Lefroy gets a little soft. After drinking the Le- the Lagavulin, like, you know what, the Lefroy, a little soft. Yeah, I think that was, you polished that one off pretty fast the last time we had a Lagavulin. When I had one at my 16 house. at your house, it was, oh, when it we was were gone in no initially time. in quarantine. I think you finished that off. No time. It was like two episodes. Yeah. It, was gone. it was gone. Two or three episodes. It was no, gone. No, no, I mean, I love the Lagavulin in sixteen. It's, it's, it's it seriously is one of my favorite scotches out there. And you know, for what is it? Seventy five National Oreo 70, Day next year. You're going to get one. Seventy five dollars for uh, <laughs> thanks, Ben. Yeah, for <laughs> for seventy five bucks. You know, for a sixteen year old scotch, that's a great price. And <laughs> if you do enjoy a highly peated and smoky scotch, that is a great offering. All right, folks. What's next about a big board after mm. my? Terrible song. I love that song. <laughs> it is our beverage of the week. And Ben, I'm sure you have it there. Because I, do. I actually I actually don't. I have it inside the house. I'm gonna have to find it to see where exactly it is. I'm not Oh yeah, this is the Rod and Hammers Slow Stills Straight Rye Whiskey. Uh this is uh, ten years ago. This is Rod and Hammer. Ten years ago, Rodney Rod. Kelsecki, a California surfer, met Hamash, Hammer Marshall, and Aussie Jackaroo, spurring a friendship rooted in appreciation of quality spirits and the Central Coast. The two founded Rod and Hammer's Slow Stills to share their passion with friends and with family. Uh, so this is actually a California, at least at its roots in California. Uh, so tonight we're going to try the California Rod and Hammers Slow Stills Straight Rye Whiskey. It's distilled from 95% rye grain to a rich honey color. The bold spirit starts hot with notes of black pepper and cedar, followed by a smoky finish with notes of leather, tobacco, and a hint of caramel sweetness. The tasting notes, black peppercorn and cedar. The taste, hot rye spiciness. The finish, smoky caramel sweetness. The proof is 90 proof. ABV 45%. The age is only two short years. The mash bill, 95% rye. That's what I like to see. The barrel is New American White Oak. 
Dude, this was formed in California. Dude. No way, From bro. surfers, dude. No way, bro. This is a surfer's Rye? ride. This is a surfer's ride, dude. <laughs> it's not an IPA. And it proudly says on the bottle of California. Can, I, I, mean, I didn't know California made a rye. I, well, they do. And it's the Rotten Hammer's Ben. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, but and you it took me a while to find it inside the house. I know. Yeah, I was I was reading that <laughs> while, really you know, while I was, was, was searching for it. It was wandering it was, around aimlessly. It was right behind me. It was, it was right, right behind me. <laughs> Literally. Uh, so what made you decide uh, to pick this one up off the shelf? I mean, well, I mean, the bottle has a presence. I mean, look at that bottle, Ben. It's a, it's a beautiful squared off bottle. And uh, it, I mean, it has it that is a nice, nice bottle. It has that nice sort of copper sort of, uh, I don't know. Copper. That's <laughs> this nice sort of copper. It's, it's, it's that, it's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the, uh, the sort of wrapping that, that, that they have on the top. It's, it's a nice color to it, you know. So in know, other words, you, you succumb to the marketing. But exactly, yes. They did a good job with the marketing. A very good job with the marketing. And, uh, you know, we've tried a lot of rise on this show, Franny. I mean, especially in the early yeah. days. Yeah. Uh, I think we prefer the, the rise the of the rise bourbons. Over but the bourbons, yeah. Bourbon we had last week, the the bullet uh, was the blender select. I think that was a really good one. Uh, I mean, what was the rating on this one at, at Total Wine? You know, actually, there was no rating at all. It was basically that I was drawn to the bottle. Pretty much that's what it was. I mean, sometimes that's what it is. It's it's the presence that's, that it has on the shelf compared to the other rise that they have there. And this one really stood out. And that's why I grabbed it. Yeah, I, mean, like I, didn't, the, I didn't know whether it was good or bad. I just figured, you know what? We haven't had a rye on the show in a while. Let's grab this one, California. Let's go for it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, similar to that like aviation gin bottle that, yeah. that you got. I mean, it was simple, but it had that even, nice squared off. Or even that gin bottle yeah. right there that you're drinking. You know? it's, it's just, you know, sometimes the bottle does make a huge difference. Oh, for sure. I mean, especially, let's, uh, I'm trying to think, like the, the Port Charlotte bottle is really oh, yeah. freaking cool. And... Uh, the Balvin, even the Balvenie bottle. I like that. I mean, it doesn't have that sort of long, tall, mm-hmm. typical Scotch sort shape. Of short, fat. Yeah. You want to give it a little bit of a sniff? Let's give it a shot, man. Let's give it a shot. Cheers to you. California, dude. Bro. It's actually the wrong music for California. I probably, yeah, should, I probably yeah. should have had the Beach Boys or something. Or Weezer. <laughs> Weezer. Are, are they from California? I don't even know, but it seems like a <laughs> it California. It sounds like they should yeah. be. Weren't they at Woodstock 94? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do I owe you for that, by the way? I don't remember. Do well, you remember what the to, bet we're was? Gonna, we're going to have to listen I got to listen to that because now I forgot back. what I owed you for because that. Because I think you probably... Why didn't I... Because I would have bought it. Some sort of a scotch. Some sort of a scotch. Uh, I'm not even sure. Do I actually... Yeah, I got it. Then I'm going to have to get you a scotch because I'll get you the Lager Bowling. Yeah, but this this actually has a... a I forgot all about that. sweet floral note to it that I don't... I wouldn't expect from a rye. Was that last episode? Was talk ninety four? Was that one before? I think we're talking about ninety nine. We're talking about ninety nine. I said it was ninety four, and it turned out to be like ninety nine. I don't think it was ninety nine. Even ninety nine, I don't think it happened. Yeah, yeah. I just got. Was it a twelve year? Probably. All right, I'll get, I'll get you to like a one if I can find it. If I can find it, like it's not everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> it's at my neighbor's house. It's like at the so, corner market. I'm gonna go to Ralph's. Oh, it's got a nice nose. I mean, the nose, I mean, it is, it is very sweet, very floral, um, not as spicy at, as I was, as I would expect it to be. I get the cedar. I'm not getting as much pepper. I'm just getting more of a sweet it's, honey, almost yeah, like a, like a nice, sweet honey caramel on the nose. A little bit of woodiness to it. It's very nice. A little bit of cedar. 
but the spice you don't really get it on the nose. There's I think it's that of, white oak. A little bit of vanilla, a little bit of honey. But I'm not getting the black. Only pepper. two like years. The, why don't we black... make it? Why don't we make a bourbon? We can make a bourbon in two years. We could age it a little bit in a barrel back here that we build. You build a barrel? Yeah. What you can I, build a bear. Why not build a barrel? What, what is this? <laughs> this freaking little ass on the prairie back here gonna like bend bend the pieces of wood, yeah. put in the the, the dovetail jo- yeah. or the uh what do you call that? The uh the joints that they use in, in uh I've never built one before, Ben. I don't know. <laughs> in in hardwood flooring. That's a uh dovetail? tongue and groove. Dovetail, tongue. You got a tongue and groove. Dovetails at the end. Oh, that's what. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you need like a. Tongue I'm just throwing shit out there now. Tongue and groove on the on the on the barrel lat slats lats slats. I don't know what the fuck. I'm but it's about. it is it is much sweeter than other rye that we've tried on the show on the nose at least. Oh, for sure. It doesn't. It's there's no bite on the nose at all. There's even a little bit of floral notes in there. But it doesn't bite at all. There's no harshness in the nostril. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight you. Cheers to you, Ben. Let's give it a shot. Seamus, get taste. your leg fooling off my coast. Oh, that's nice. Actually, the finish has a lot more spice than I would expect. I mean, almost like the perfect amount of spice. I mean, this is a, this is almost like a this is like it's, the it's, scotch of bourbons. It's almost the like scotch a, of rice. It's a lingering. Sort of pepperiness on the back of the throat. I get the pepper, yeah. It lingers there for a while. But it's smooth at the same time. You get that. I mean, because you, you the, sort uh, of yeah, expect that from a rye. But it's not a burning harshness. It's just that sort of pepperiness. And then it goes down smoothly right afterward. But it's a little soft on the beginning. It's a little soft on the beginning. And then it hits you at the back of the throat with that pepperiness. Oh, on the palate, it's nice and smooth, though. Nice and a little bit hot, a little bit peppery on the on the tongue. But, but mostly sweet. It's got a nice sort of honey caramel mm-hmm. on the palate. A little bit of vanilla. And, and the spice is, like you know, it's very, it's understated, nice but it's there. Sweetness at the beginning and then peppery on the finish. It's balanced. Yeah. I mean, nothing is too, the sweetness doesn't overpower the. Yeah, no. The spice, the spice doesn't overpower the sweetness. Yeah, but that, that, that copper sort of, you know, wrapping that they have on there really caught my eye and I'm glad it did. Yeah, this is really good. I might, yeah. I might have to drink this in post production. Look at it. In the light right there. See it? Sort of it's nice. Coppery. Coppery it's too. California. Yeah. 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 You people can leave. We'll keep all the rye for ourselves. It was a pretty solid rye. I mean, I didn't expect that from this one because there was absolutely no rating. I didn't expect total wine. I expected this one to suck. Not suck. What was the price point? Mm, I don't remember. I think it was around maybe around. Fifty bucks, somewhere around there. I'm not sure exactly it's how up much. Up there I for a rye, because it's, it's been sitting around for a uh, for a few weeks now. So it's aged two and a half years. Yeah, <laughs> in glass. No, but it was because I lost so many bets. You know, we had to hold uh, off on. on I, uh, yeah, uh, we have. We maybe if to drink maybe that. If you decided once in a we while we wanted to drink the Kilkama. Not to always bet on the favorite. We wanted to drink. I know it's that, that is true. That is true, Ben. Tonight, I was watching the 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 prelims for the UFC fight, and so I bet on all the favorite favorites. And so I'm watching. How'd that fights. work out for you? So I'm watching like who's gonna fight next. And so I bet on the favorite every single time. I'm like, all right, this favorite's gonna win. This dude's gonna win. This dude looks on like the money he's line gonna win. You bet? Yes, I did, and I didn't do that well. <laughs> <laughs> See, 
I mean, the favorite's a favorite for a reason, but you can't always... It's, Usually I make money that way. Usually I'll just put in my bets before a UFC fight and put in on all the favorites. Tonight, I actually put in, like, right before the fight, I would put in the favorite, and it was like 50-50. So I, I, I didn't lose much. I didn't win much. I Well, I probably lost a little bit more, but I was just like, I watched every single fight and I, I should just look at the fighters before they actually get out there in the octagon. It's always good to do a little research. Because like after like I put in my bet, I'm like, wait, well, McGregor's got this. He can't lose this fight. This doesn't look like okay, just looking at the body type, this guy doesn't look like he can win. But that before I came over here, that's what I was doing. Losing like, on UFC bets? Exactly. That's exactly what I was doing <laughs> before I got over here. I mean, it usually, well, I mean, it works a lot of the time. I mean, on the money line, but usually on the money line, there's yeah. not a lot to win. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I, betting I, on the favorites typically. I didn't, I didn't bet a ton, but still, though, I'm like, okay, this guy's the favorite. He should win, but it was like a 50 50. Yeah. Pretty I much. Mean, when it comes to the stock but market. But you bet more to win <laughs> less. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, in the stock market, always bet on the favorite. Yeah. In sports, not always. <laughs> not always bet on the Tonight favorite. Tonight probably wouldn't have been a good night for that. Yeah. It works in the stock market but every I'll, time. I'll, but I, I'll be like, next week, I'll do the exact same thing. I'll do the exact same thing. I'll be watching the UFC before I get over here, betting on the prelims. This guy has it in the bag. And Wait, does UFC every Saturday? Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's like almost like it's like UFC two fifty nine or two sixty. I don't even know what it is, but I just watch the prelims. Yeah, you want to go? You play? Go and play over in the UFC, the Sean Watson. And you know, do you know what? Do you know the percentage of the overall revenue that comes into the UFC that the fighters actually get? Nothing, not much. Ten percent. Yeah, exactly. And you know what the NFL players get? 50%. Really? Well, okay. All right. so, I, didn't expect, I didn't expect it to be that high. Yeah, it's actually under but, the last contract. They got, they got 50. When I heard that UFC, that those fighters only get 10% of the... And it's that one guy that owns it, right? Uh, Dana like White. Joe or, Rogan's little Dana White? Side, sidekick there? Dana White. Is that Does he still own Dana most White? of it? Yeah, I think so, probably. I don't know. Did yeah. Rogan do the fights tonight? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Was he any good? He's always good. All right. Uh, look, I, I try I, to listen to the podcast. I'm like, dude, man. Uh, why don't I, don't I don't listen to any podcast. I know. I don't listen well, to Rogan's our, isn't terrible. I, I mean, you just I don't can't. listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. I don't pound it. <laughs> you, you listen to it after the. When we're in, I'm not the kind of guy. After post production. I'm not the call for action kind of guy over here. But Ben. Yeah, but definitely don't listen. If Joe Rogan has anybody on that is. Uh, that it's a complicated subject matter. Uh, don't listen. Where would but you if it's this? if it's if he's talking to an actor or somebody that's funny, listen. Or if he's on our show, listen. Uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, but don't if he's going to have Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Don't listen. Hundred actually, Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson would be an interesting guy to have on the show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, he's a like a like a. Uh, uh, He's a, a hyper narcissist. Like a, they were a, doing like a psychological he's a, he's a, analysis of he's, him. Well, he's a paid scientist, so he'll say what he needs to say when he's paid enough money it, to say what he needs to say. But apparently, he doesn't like contrary opinions. Exactly, because he's paid to have one opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's we're not having him on our show, <laughs> and I don't care whatever. Fuck. But uh, Ben, where would you rate this on our Thurston Gold rating scale of Rise? It's well balanced. You know, it's a little soft on the beginning. It's a little sweet er than we would expect the other rise. It has a nice peppery finish. It's smooth, though, at the same time. And the ABV... 45. Uh, 45%. You know what? It, it actually is smooth. It says 90 proof right there. So, yeah, where would you rate this? I'd give it an... I'm going to give it a 
seven. Ah, damn it. I was hoping you wouldn't say seven because I was going to rate it a seven as it well. it lacks the bite, the spice. I on mean, it's a nice, smooth drinker. On the beginning. But I, I want... I'd like a little bit more bite to it. I want a little bit of spice all the way through on a rye. That's why we're... We favor the rise over the bourbons because of that, because the flavor is a little more interesting than your typical bourbon. I mean, and it's a nice, it's too smooth. This one, it's, it's too smooth. I wouldn't say it's too smooth. For, I, for I, a I would ride. say the initial, the initial bite is just not spicy enough. It's a little too sweet for my liking, but then it's, it, it does finish with a nice black pepper. Peppery finish. spice at yeah. the end, yeah. Yeah. So where are you going to rate it? Also seven. Seven. <laughs> you hear that joe rogan Ooh. you can drink rye on our show ah. you can drink scotch on our show and, and, and we have some good scotches that you could drink we got some 21s we got some 18s we got some beautiful islas on the show if you like a bourbon you know you can drink a bourbon on the show you could you know we're in california if you want to smoke the weed that you smoke on your show whatever you, you want to do bro you know do it out here in the outdoors just keep it out of the house you know yeah. unless if you want me to stay married so <laughs> Well, if it's but, Joe Rogan, he can smoke inside the house. Yeah, that's it. true. That's true. <laughs> Sonia will be in the garage. <laughs> Sonia will be in the garage this time. I don't think she'd be on the podcast. <laughs> she, She'd she, finally join us on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, wait, Joe Rogan's on the show? <laughs> all right. Okay, I'll fine. I don't listen to the podcast any other way, but if Joe Rogan's on the show, all right. Maybe not Neil, Degr- Neil, DeGrasse, Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Yeah, but the funny thing is she'd be like, the Fear Factor guy? That's what that would be like the I last love, time she would. She probably doesn't even remember. I, I love, love that show. Man, Fear Factor. Uh, I wish that was awesome. still on. But the way it was set up back then. Yeah. Because millennials might like it, might not like it the same way yeah. now these days. But it was so yeah. good yeah. back then. That and I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Those are the two shows that they need to bring back. Yeah. The first season of that was amazing. Well, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we are, we're boring you to tears now. Uh, Friday with six up on the big board. Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the night from Boulevard Brewing Company. The Chill Vibes Sour Ale with Cucumber. Can't wait. And we finally get to hear Friday's bumper. So That's hold right. tight. That's right. So hold tight, everybody. Oh, All right, Prague's number one I, hit a radio I, station. Prague's number one hit radio station. Here is our number one hit. <laughs> now, I love that bumper. I love that bumper. <laughs> I know that is know. awesome. Friday. But, uh, ben, tonight we have our beer of the week. It is another sour beer. Three out of four weeks now we've had a sour beer on the show. We really love these sour ones, Ben, and I'm sure you have some information for us from Boulevard Chill Vibes or I from do. Boulevard Brewing Company, the Chill Vibes. Love that bumper. I'm still, I'm still hyped from that. From oh my Kansas god! Kansas City, <laughs> from Kansas City, Missouri. This is the Boulevard Brewing Company Chill Vibe Sour Ale Cucumber. Oh, oh, Chill Vibe Sour Ale with Cucumber was made for the lazy days of summer when self care and relaxation are the only things on your to do list. Available seasonally, Chill Vibes releases on draft and in six packs on Monday, August fifth of last year. Probably should update your website. Uh, What's the story behind this beer? They had a keg of Berlinger Weiss that they were experimenting with, and since their brewmaster, Stephen, had asked them to be fruit in this particular beer, 
Uh, they kind of thought that cucumber would be a funny prank to include in the mix, but then it actually ended up tasting pretty great. The brewers dialed in the recipe, and they scaled it up on the brew house, testing it side-by-side side in the beer hall with other flavors like tangerine popsicle. Hmm. The people Sounds voted, good. and Chill Vibes was a winner. They also love pickles, so they're personally very excited to see this beer like get national too. release. I love pickles. Are there real cucumbers in the beer, you might ask? They use something called cucumber essence. Unlike most natural and artificial flavors, which use food-grade chemicals to replace natural aromas. No GMOs. Ooh, essences are the result of using actual cucumbers put through the distillation process. Franny! What base beer is used for the chill vibes? The base beer is Berliner Weiss, a sour wheat ale that originated in Germany. The classic style was crafted using their house ale yeast and house kettle sour blend to produce lactic acid. Lactobacillus. Oh, it's going to get my muscles big. How sour is it? That's a bit subjective, but they'd say it's well-balanced. The target pH is around 3.4, making it a little less sour than lemon juice, which Mm. has a pH of 3. The primary tasting notes are... Crackery, clean, smooth, effervescent, mouth-watering cucumber with a sour taste that isn't over the top. The flavor profile, the aroma, fresh cucumber, lemon citrus, refreshing lactic, lactic acidity. The malt is minimal with subtle sweetness. The hops, no hops. The balance, acidity, and cucumbers. The body is light. Uh, alcohol by volume, 4.5, so relatively low. IBUs, 11, so no bitterness. Color, 8 EBC, so pretty light. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pairings are Havarti, cheese, eggs, Benedict, uh, citrusy salads, key lime pie, a gentle breeze, and a hammock. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is really light, though. It is a really light-looking like beer. Kansas City has Not all that gentle breeze. Not much head at all. The head disappeared almost immediately on this beer. Uh, I'm not sure how much carbonation will be in there. Will I find the crispness that I'm looking for? I don't know. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would. We'll see if it's in here. We'll but see ben, if it's here. We love those sour beers. Yeah, I mean, we've I'm had loving it. them. I mean, like even in the past, every time there's I a little bit of sourness, we really liked it. And I want to figure out how they get the sourness into it because when we brew our own beer eventually, e- essence. I want to get. We need to sour <laughs> essence. We need a sour essence in it. <laughs> but which hops do they use? What what exactly do they use? No hops to get it. But it's that Weiss beer that they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what it is exactly that makes it that sour sort of flavor because i really do like that on a beer yeah we could make one um and we will eventually we can make a a sour uh, a, a, a sour hoppy yeah when you run off of to do your cleaning you know when you're when you're cleaning something beer. i'm just gonna pour some like <laughs> sour something sour in there just lemon <laughs> just lemon juice in there i was gonna you'd be like that looks a little chunky no yeah. no it's all good globby 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 all right you like smell last it? week that was like thick and just ah, yeah didn't like that one at all but uh let's give it a sniff not much. But you really do smell the cucumber in it. The cucumber, you can yeah. definitely smell coming through. Cucumber. But I don't get much else on the nose. I mean, it's a pretty yeah, it's, light it's, nose. It's a light cucum- cucumbery nose. Yeah, I mean, it almost it's tastes actually, like a, a cucumber water. Just, just smelling it. Yeah, that's that's what it does. I mean, that's the flavor you'd expect from it. But let's give it a shot, and Let's see how it tastes. Bruh. Bruh. I don't know what the accent is in Kansas City. Whatever. Mahomes sounds like sounds like money clanking off the floor. That's some really good (laughs) beer, man. (laughs) Protect me better. I don't know. I didn't win the Super Bowl this year, but I make five hundred million dollars. Exactly. That's the last one he's ever gonna win. (laughs) 
very light, very sour. It is light. It is crisp. Very lemon. There is no crisp. come on. There's it has no the lemony. It has, the lemony it has a lemony finish. It has there a is lemony. literally not an ounce Look, of carbonation in this beer. But it makes your lips smack together. There's no carbonation no, t- in this. There's not carbonation, but it has that sort there's of lemon. No carbonation. That has a nice lemony cucumber finish to it. Actually, it's a pretty interesting finish to a beer. It is. It does lack carbonation though. Mm. Like it does lack carbonation. It almost has no carbonation. But it is so, it is very refreshing though. I gotta reverse that crack in open the beer because that sound that it, the beer that yeah. our sound effect like, click made. <laughs> That's it. Just like yeah, <laughs> pour it like iced tea. Yeah, but. I like the sour. It's very though. nice and sour on the top. I like the sour finish. I like the cucumber finish on it. It is a very refreshing beer. It is very refreshing, actually. I mean, right now is probably not the best weather to be drinking this beer in, but on a hot yeah, summer, on a hot summer day, you crack one of these open. That, that's actually I like that. Okay, meatloaf. It was a hot summer night, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, though? I mean, tell I, me you I, love me. Will you tell me? It isn't. I mean, you can really taste. Will you tell me you need me? It's like a cucumbery, lemony sort of finish to it that makes your lips smack together. I like that. I mean, it's just interesting. It's different from other beers that we've had on the show, and it's very reminiscent of that beer that we had a few weeks back. That that other sour ale that we had. Yeah, this one just has a little more citrusy notes to it. That one was more sour. This one's more citrusy. But this is just, definitely a Paradise by the Dashboard light beer. It's light. It is light. It's a little watery, but it is interesting. <sighs> you though. never heard meatloaf, did you? Uh, I, I know who that is. I don't think I've ever eaten meatloaf. I don't <laughs> think I've ever had a meatloaf. Even you don't know his most famous songs from the 80s, I, su- I suppose. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was on the, it was definitely played in every every bar that I was in in the late 80s and early 90s, at least once before 4 Let's, o'clock in the morning. That's pretty interesting, though. No, it's really nice. I mean, it's it, but it's super light. It doesn't stay in your mouth. It doesn't stay in your palate at all. Once you drink it, it's gone. It's almost like a. It leaves like you a, with a nice clean palate. There's not like some kind of some beers will leave you sort of dry, or you know, just there's a little bit of it's stickiness like a, that, that stays in your throat. This doesn't on the palate. It's really clean. It's almost like a sweet tart. It does almost taste like a sweet tart candy beer. Like right, hydrox. There's a no. It, it, it's it's a, there's like a, a little bit of sweetness too, but it really hits you nicely with that soury citrusiness. Yeah, we also had on sweet tarts. We didn't have sweet tarts. Mm. We were too poor for those. So we, oh yeah, do you have had, the ants, Ben? We had sweet. Oh yeah, I do have. the Okay, ants. we're gonna try the ants too. We forgot about really? that. Really? All right. Yeah. After this, we're gonna try the ants. You're you're gonna try the ants. All right. I won't try the ants. But yeah, uh, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you but will. But Ben, where would you rate this on our thirst and goal rating scale of beers? This is an interesting one. I'm going to give it a seven because of the carbonation. Yeah, I would give it an eight. It's almost like a, a candy beer, and um, and the only reason you know, is because it lacks carbonation. You know, just just you know, marching up and down the aisles of Total Wine, there are. Marching? Endless. Were you marching? I I, I, I seriously did march up and down the aisles. But I was looking for a sour beer. The majority of beers that they do have are just IPA after IPA after IPA. And this was one of the ones that was not IPA. I mean, there's a couple other ones. But, I mean, we don't need, like, a lager and that. I mean, you know, you obviously know what to expect from a lager. But from sour beers. PBR, man. PBR. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we don't we haven't tried too many on the show except for the last, you know, three yeah. or four weeks. But this was something a little different. 
And I'm glad that I went with this one. This is a nice, refreshing beer. It, it really is nice. I mean, you could drink a ton of these. You could drink a ton of these. Hot summer day is so refreshing. Yeah, I mean, you could drink gallons of this stuff. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it, <laughs> but you could definitely you could. do it pretty easily. I mean, I polished off this whole glass, and normally there's a bunch sitting in the glass when we get done with our review. And, uh, you know, four and a half percent alcohol, you know, it might trick you just a little bit. Like, uh, hey, that's a good I'm summer not, beer right there. I'm not that strong, but if you drink enough of me, I will. I will yeah. be fucked up. <laughs> and, and you're going to drink a lot of me because yeah. I'm so easy to drink. Am, it I, is. am I lemonade? Am I <laughs> cucumber water? What am I? I'm also 4.5% <laughs> alcohol. Yeah, no, it's it's a really nice, it's a nice beer. Uh, you know, I would definitely drink this. I would crack it open on a on a nice uh, hot summer 110 degree day. We're working in the garage, Ben. For sure. All right, Franny, you're at seven. Or I'm at seven. You're at eight. Yeah. You wanted to try the ants? Uh, you will try the ants, Ben. All you right. will try the ants. Hold tight. We'll be right back with our ant tasting. <laughs> All right, and we are back with our taste test of insects. Last week, we did try the mealworms, right? Yep. We did try barbecue the mealworms. Flavored barbecue flavored mealworms, flavor. and you liked them. I didn't like them. I wasn't opposed to them, though, too, Yeah, which were, was pretty it interesting. Bad. It wasn't bad. And we also had the crickets. They were not ideal. Not the best. And well, not terrible. Uh, we also had the python jerky. So now in the off season, we could try a few different things because the Oh, I got some more stuff the coming. Podcast. I got some more what coming. Do you, what do you have? Nope. Not going to tell you. So the <laughs> There's only so many insects in the world. So, I mean, on the podcast, since we have a little bit of extra time, we're, we're doing different things now. So we have our drinks of the week and we also have our um, interesting uh delectables of the yeah. week and this is a we tried the uh, alligator jerky we as did well. try that a few weeks back that was that was during the season actually that was actually a birthday gift no it was, oh. it was a christmas gift christmas it was actually gift, a christmas yeah. gift uh for me and that was actually pretty good that was that was See? actually not bad uh the python jerky not as good as the alligator jerky but ben you have the ants right there in a little vial and um i guess you're supposed to dip that you're supposed to lick that stick. Yeah, but I'm going to pour some in my hand. No, 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 no. I'm going to pour some in my hand because I'm going to be able to give you some. Uh, no, lick it. It's okay. I'm not going to have any. You can lick as many ants as you want down that stick like an ant eater. Oh, oh it won't come out. No, nope, exactly, lucky. exactly. There you go. Lick that. Put it in your mouth. Maybe put it up your nose. <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? Like a COVID test. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's like thick. Oh, you're licking it. Oh, my God. Oh, you know that that your facial expression doesn't make oh anyone... so sour. <laughs> Is it more sour than the beer? You want to try this? No, I don't. No hell no, I don't want to try that. Oh, why are you taking? You're taking more. Okay, looks like you can't get enough of it. Are they salty? It's salty mm-hmm. and gamey. <laughs> And crunchy. <laughs> this is going in the fire. <laughs> oh my god, this is bad. That's pretty bad. It's bad. So I mean, this is something that was not flavored with barbecue seasoning or whatever, like the other insects <laughs> that we tried. <laughs> I've never seen Ben gag oh. before, except for tequila. 
But uh, oh, other that's than not that, good. That's yeah, not no. good. Okay, let's go in the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Oh, that's not good. Why are those uh, not good? I don't know. I mean, they didn't season it with anything, I guess. Uh, but they were like sort of sour. Yeah. And like it was like uh maybe they were sweating before they were murdered. It was uh like have you ever had uh caviar? No, I don't eat anything from the sea. It had that sort of uh consistency. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a, a, you know, thousands of little tiny particles. <laughs> uh uh-huh. but just yeah, not that was not good. Yeah. I mean, I could eat the crickets easy. I could eat the mealworms, mealworms. easy. That I am not going to eat. All right. That's that's going to... Okay, perfect. All right. Finally, we found something but, that but, you, don't, you don't like to but, eat. But they sell them in a big tin, and apparently, like, I just got the sample size. Uh, like this, whatever you call this thing. Test tube. Like a little vial. Um, where they sell them in a big tin, and you just sort of scoop them out with your fingers. Mm-hmm. But but it's they're almost like uh, uh, something uh, happened to them. In other words, they're 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 congealed together with maybe, some kind of spice or, or oil or maybe if they were refrigerated, maybe you need to keep them in the refrigerator, maybe just a little bit. It was, I see it on your tongue right there. Yeah, you have a little ant on your tongue. That's bad. Yeah, uh, I, maybe it's the spice. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to be open to <laughs> Here, it. Let me let me, oh, let me let me get it. Let me, just, let me just see how it smells. I'm not going to try any of this stuff. Oh my god! It smells like dog food. It smells. <laughs> it smells like dog food. That's nasty. I never even smelled it. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, it smells pretty bad. That doesn't smell very good. Yeah, I'm not. Well, gonna ants that. are not very good. All right. Oh, I wish you hadn't reminded me about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't gag easily. Yeah, no. You when don't. it comes to, I'll put anything in my mouth except for tequila and ants. Yeah, apparently. bad tequila, not good. All right, Friday. What's next? Oh, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up tonight. Coming in <coughs> at just a little bit over two hours. Thank you all so much for listening. It's Thursday Gold Podcast, a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzsprout.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes and get links to all of the show notes. Links to the stories that we cover and all of the scotches, the ryes, the bourbons that we review, as well as all the beers. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe, Spotify, Apple Podcast, CastBox, CastBox, and the rest. You can download and leave us a review. Please leave us a review. Front, how many this is stars? a call to action, people. Five stars. A call to action. Five stars. This is a call to action. <laughs> Five stars. You can email us at podcasterstogoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on my mediocre Twitter account at Goldthirst and on Frane's NFT worthy. No, that's uh, actually pretty terrible. I, I I need to. Yeah, now that uh, I just put some more stuff on the gram. Now that crypto and NFTs and all this stuff is becoming popular, we're gonna have to mint some non fungible tokens of your <laughs> photography. And photography of us and things that we do on the podcast and sell them for a penny. It, well, no, you can sell them. Uh, you know, yeah, NFL, you know, NBA top shots. They can't keep up. I mean, people are buying these NFTs, so we are going to have yeah. thirstical NFTs at Take some more point. pictures of ourselves. Then, yeah, and you just you mint it, and then it's a one of a kind photography. Only you can have that that picture. Yeah, good, good for you. Yeah, and we will sell those for thousands and thousands, of thousands of pennies. Of pennies. Uh, Instagram at. Thirst and, and check out all the photography that Ferrane 
does with his brand new mm. iPhone 15. Yeah. We're ahead. We get secret deliveries of iPhones two levels ahead. I'm on the I'm gonna get the 16 next week. <laughs> the 16 yeah, next yeah. week. Yeah, see, that's why that's why Samsung went to the Note 20. You know, we yeah. can't be we can't we went right from the 10 can't to be the on 20. The same, same number. Yeah, we as went Apple. right from the 10 <laughs> to the 20. I don't know what happened between 10 and 20, but you know. It yeah, is what it is. It's twice as good. Apparently. And Friday's going to get me a dealie. He has a guy. He's got a, with a trunk, you know, and a, and a Bro, you need, you need, an alley? You, you need, you need new Samsung. <laughs> I got you a new Samsung. It's... This is Samsung 33. <laughs> I get you best deal ever. I know. What a Russian Samsung. <laughs> Just be, you can hear them listening to you on the phone. You, like you, the, can, you can hear the poker game in the background at the as same they're listening time, to you. At the same time, you get Sputnik vaccine. You never catch COVID. You never catch anything. Oh, that's true. They that's, actually have a really good vaccine over there. Yeah, Sputnik. <laughs> That's what we call it. Fly around the earth, scare the shit out of Americans. At first, at first, back. Yes, we're back in in. <laughs> You're, I can't do accents, so I can't. No, no actually, that's that's a pretty solid Russian accent. It is pretty solid. That's actually pretty solid. You could have actually been on the Americans. I could have been on the Americans. Yeah, you should have been. Yeah, on the I should have been the Russian spy. Yeah, you should have been like when they go back to Russia, they remind them that the whole country is depending on them. They're like, well, but I don't want to kill Americans. They're like, yeah, you know, and then they tell them Americans' first enemy ever. Yeah, first and last. <laughs> Don't you know they are trying to kill all of us? Yeah, that, you just messed it up. Yeah, yeah, you, come on. I ruined it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Franny. Anything else to add before we finish up the show? No, nothing else to add, Ben, except oh. for thank you, everybody out there, for listening. Yes. This is a call to action. Call to action. Don't eat ants. Yeah, Sputnik. <laughs> Sputnik. Yeah, if they sent them up with ants, they wouldn't ever come back. All right, we'll see you next week. Sputnik.